How's it going, listeners? This song is Left Alone by RTM Wheezy, XO Antonio, and Wavy. Listen up real quick. I'm going to let this rock for a minute, then we'll get into the program. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I appreciate it. Baby, now you calling my phone. Said you want to be alone. Fighting hard in the drone. Too strong, can't be clone. All up in my head and I know I'm drunk. Yeah, I'm hurting and I'm falling. I know she's calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know she's calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, now we're switching positions. We take a minute, we reach your limits. Calling and calling and we getting extensions. All on the phone and I taking the mentions. Came up from nothing. I swear I did it, man. I swear I did it, nigga. Had my baby wishing I didn't do it. Now we stuck in a theater and we making movies. First that we met and you show me your boobies. Fuck all the rumors. Fuck all the groupies Happy homie dropping bombs Protecting my moms Where we fucked up Have my life in pause Smoking to ease the pain Alright Welcome to episode 137 Of the Blake Mayfield Podcast I am your host Blake Mayfield And I'm here today With some local Renny musicians I'm here with RT and Weezy XO Antonio And uh, Dachi Right Dakai Dakai I'm sorry man I'm, I don't mean to butcher it man I really don't Dakai Alright got you Got you How you guys doing today man hey, We good man How about yourself I'm great man I'm Sweet great Thank you guys for showing up man I, so I appreciate it Thank you for it. having us man This is great man. Yeah. yeah I love recording And you know I like having musicians on Because I know you guys Like recording yeah. too And just the process of, of it So yeah I appreciate you guys For showing up man Thank you yeah. Thank you I want to give a special shout out and thank you to all the Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcast listeners. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I appreciate it. And I also want to give a special shout out and thank you to our sponsors, Black Rose Coffee and Tea and Jersey Mike's. And now, a word from them both. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Black Rose Coffee and Tea. Are you starting a brand new diet and want something organic and delicious? Want to support a locally owned and operated family business? Have you ever tried peanut butter in your coffee? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should try out Black Rose Coffee and Tea. At Black Rose Coffee and Tea, you'll find all sorts of pairings you won't find anywhere else, such as the white chocolate and peanut butter blend called the Ecstasy, organic on-tap kombucha, and the chance to make your furry best friend Instagram famous through their at Dogs of Black Rose page. Visit Black Rose Coffee and Tea at 9539 Old Oregon Trail in Redding, California, open seven days a week. Bring the kids, dogs, or whoever you hold near and dear to you, and rethink the way you coffee today. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Jersey Mike's. At Jersey Mike's all March long, they are taking donations to help support local athletes in the Redding area attend the Special Olympics in Orlando, Florida from June 5th to 12th, and they need your help. Wednesday, March 30th is their annual day of giving, where 100% of the profits that day are donated by Jersey Mike's to help support special local athletes in need. Whether you're ordering some lunch, getting dinner through their Jersey Mike's mobile app, or simply want to drop off a cash donation, come down to Jersey Mike's in Redding, California, located at 835 Browning Street in the Trader Joe's Shopping Center. They are accepting donations all March long, and don't forget to get your favorite deli sandwich on March 30th to support your local community. I feel like that's how any good song goes. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Without further ado, let's get into it, man. So that intro song was Left Alone. Drops Wednesday, March 30th. You have a whole yep. project coming out, yeah. Wheezy, on uh, Friday, April 1st. Give me a little bit of a backstory as to Left Alone, like, right, and so. just kind of like, because I've listened to some of your songs, and I, yeah. I don't know you too well. We, we just met. So for me and the listeners, what does this song mean to you, and kind of 
like why would you even get into music in the first place, man? Because oh, this, okay. for your age and just what you do, it's yeah. very interesting to me. Because I did some music back in the day when I was your age, and I don't know if you get a lot of shit for it because you're actually pretty good. I don't but get any hate. I haven't got hate yet. That's dope. But I kind of look cool. forward to it because like I use that shit as motivation. To get some hate, yeah. <laughs> Everyone, listen up. Don't don't be giving me hate just so I be getting motivation. Just, you know, just go with the process. You hate it, you hate it, all right? Yeah. But you guys got some music dropping next week, so give me a little backstory as to what Left Alone means to you. And so I'm gonna whatnot. start off with like what made me get into music. So basically, okay. I recently like I got some trouble in like the summer. I was like doing some stuff involved with the wrong people and stuff. So I, I was just doing some bad things, and I was getting caught up in shit. So I was like, damn, I had to change all that stuff. So I was getting, I got hurt really bad. So I was just recovering from that. And then I was just like, bro, I'm bored in the house and everything. And it was just bored. So I was just like, I'm going to just start spitting. I started freestyling. Oh, boy, I was bad. I was horrible at freestyling. And then my boy Wavy, he hit me up and he was like, yo, dog, you're getting better at freestyling. Just go go put a track down. So I was like, all right, for sure, I'm going to go put a track down. So I wrote some lyrics out. I got a beat on. I went to my, I went to actually Buddha, another artist in Reading. Shout out to Buddha, that nigga. Crazy. Yeah, shout out to him. He's been yeah, on here before. He's, yeah, he's crazy. Shout out to him. But um, yeah. So I sh- I went to him and I, I told my dad. And my dad n- no idea. I made music nothing. So he was all like, "Yo," I was like, "Dad, can I get forty dollars to go to this studio session, please? I want to make a song." And like, I just wanted to do it. And he was all like, "What do you mean studio sesh?" I'm like, "Bro, session, like session." <laughs> he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm your dad. Like I don't know that slang." So I was like, "Damn, my bad, dad." <laughs> So I was like, it was all messed up. And I was like, okay, my bad. He drove me all the way out to Anderson at like, no, actually, Marcus picked me up. And we drove out mm, to Anderson. Okay. And then we were out there until like 1030 or so. My dad had to drive all the way out to Anderson and pick me back up. I was like, oh, shoot, my bad. But I got the song done, and I was I was messing with it. And I was like, okay, okay. And then I posted it. And then people were like, bro, that's hard. But I didn't like the song. I don't like Locked in a Dream. And then so I was like all right, so I'm just going to get back into music and keep trying on this stuff. So I was like, all right, let's do this. And then I made more songs after that and stuff. But, but the meaning behind Left Alone, there is none. Like, we did not mean to make that song. That song was just a song we had a beat, and we were looking for a song to make because we wanted to make another song. And I had the beat in my notes or my files, and I saw it, and I was like, what's this beat? I played it. Shit was fire. So I sent that to Antonio on Airdrop. We put it up there, and we were messing around with it, and then we heard the melody. I was like... Um, calling my phone and so like that and I was like okay <laughs> no I was like singing around it's with hard that. yeah I was singing hard. around with that and like I was messing with it and Tony Oga was like bro that's hard so we all messed with it and then we put that down and then after that it was just like we got the song done so like Antonio wasn't originally gonna be on the song but like we had gaps that we didn't know to finish in so like we needed someone to finish that and Antonio I knew he could rap so I was like hey yo bro yeah. I was like, I didn't want them to leave with an unfinished song, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wanted them to at least have something they could bump in the car and, like, not have no gaps, so they were just like, oh, man, shit. Like, you know, like, they could, like, hear that full song and then even share it to their buddies and shit like that, so. Yeah, you know, it's cool that they came out and did that. Yeah, hell yeah. So you guys are familiar with uh, with Tzar and all of them, it sounds like, yeah. in, oh, yeah, in, in yeah, Budokai. Yeah. Okay, cool, hell yeah. I like that, man, because I feel like there's sometimes a lot of hate in the area. That there's sometimes, and I mean, that's awesome that you haven't experienced any of that, but I feel like... At least maybe last decade, maybe it's getting better now, but a lot of the music scene was very isolated. Everyone's on their own island. Everyone does their own thing. I don't fuck with you. I'm better than you, blah, blah, blah. So that's cool to hear that you guys, like, give each other rise and shit. Or, you know, like, Marcus is, like, scooping you to go to a session and, yeah. and doing this and doing that. Well, like, and I, I like that shit. I RTN for that shit. So, like, RTN originally stands for Real Trench Nigga. I'm from South Central Los Angeles, 
and then I got okay. adopted at a young age. So uh, I moved up here with my family, and then like I, that's like the trenches and shit. And like I snuck out there. If dad, if you're listening, you know this now. I already told you about this. Don't get mad when I get home. But I left my dad, and I told him I was gonna stay at a friend's house. But I drove to L.A. to go to my biological family. And all that, meet them and stuff, and then all that stuff was, like, all gang-related. They're all involved with gangs and stuff. So I headed back up to Reading, and then... Fuck that. I, <laughs> I was like, I'm out. <laughs> so I headed back up to Reading, and then I got in Reading, and then I was like, bro, my dad was a real trench nigga. And then my dad, my biological dad passed away. And then, so, he was like, I was like, bro, real trench nigga. So I was like, all right. RTN, and then it just stands for like just realness. Sean came from Vallejo, so RTN wavy. Put that in there. Uh, RTN Dakai, he came from some bad areas as well. So like we all came from like everyone in our, like RTN came from a story. So we all got stories behind like all of our futures and our visions that we have, our dreams that we had, and stuff that we had to do to fight for what we want now. But basically, it's just like pretty much that. And that's that's like right where we live. Okay. How, how did you meet him, Antonio, Me? as oh, far so, as getting in with everyone? So, uh, he, well, like he was saying before, like when we walked in, he was saying that we met from basketball and everything. But, like, with the whole music and everything, I, uh, I, have, I dropped this one song, Dreams, a while ago, right? It was like, cool, whatever. And then I dropped this one song, What's Real. And then he sl- slid up on that. He was like, hey, bro, like, this song's fire. Like, I'm trying to work with you. Like, I remember way back when, like, you and 2K were rapping at the Sundial. Like, I was watching y'all. Like, he was messing with that, you know? Okay. Me and my buddy 2K used to I rap. I had videos saved. Yeah, I was going to say, my, my, camera my girl has some of those, That's too, cool. That's she cool. Was there, she was there rapping it. And there, it was actually hella tight because when we were on the, like, bench, a bunch of random people were coming and crowding around us. And we weren't even trying to do that. We were just messing around. There was, like, a beer fest going on at the Sundial. Like, we were literally just trying to chill, <laughs> yeah. like, doing our own thing. And then all of a sudden, these people were like, okay. Okay, yeah. like listening to our like beat and, and stuff. People like, would be walking by and they would turn around and walk and just listen to us. And yeah. they were like, Dude. I was like, it was tight, you know what I mean? Hard. And I could see it even in his eyes. He wasn't like freestyling yet at that time, but he was watching us. Like he was taking notes, you know what I mean? And that's why I was like, okay. So when he hit me up, I was like, yo, bro, like send me something because he already had songs, he said. So he sent me like this whole EP and I was listening to it. And I was like, yep, bro, like I'm about to get you out to my house and we're about to make any song you want, bro. You know what I mean? Like, so we made Left Alone and we got Keep Trying, we got a bunch of other songs. Honestly, waiting to be dropped, like waiting. So insane. It's insane. Oh, yeah. I'll go through my notes and you'll see like thirty songs done. It's crazy. I like that. We'd be, we'd be working. Gotta have a selection, man. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They, they all genres. They R and B. You got rap. You got hip hop. You got trap. You got like jazzy <laughs> shit. You got everything. Melodic rap. You got singing. You got. I put everything out there. I actually go into San Francisco to record this track with an artist, and like shout out Nevia by the way, and she she's another R and B artist, and we're gonna be working together on. Track. That's a little little hint on a track that's coming out. Yeah, hell yeah. When was this Sundial Bridge freestyle thing, man? Because it sounds like a lot of these songs are like recent, though. Oh yeah. Sounds like see. a lot of these things are in the last couple months. So I don't Let's know when see. you guys all met and that so became a thing. My boy Justice, um, he took me out to go play basketball because like I play basketball and stuff, and we were all hooping together. There's a Snapchat group chat, and we were all just vibing in the group chat. We're like, let's go find places to hoop at. We would hoop at MLK, Caldwell. We would hoop at like Highland Park. We'll go everywhere just to go hoop. Yeah, and we'll just be shooting hoops and stuff. And he pulled up to one of them, and he's draining threes in my eyes. I'm like, damn, bro, who is this kid? <laughs> and he's just draining them, draining them from half court, and everyone's telling him to pull up, and this dude draining them. I'm like, bro, what the heck? Like, this dude robbed, but, like, 
you don't gotta do me like that. And like I'm not bad. Like I'm pretty good. Like you feel me? So like I'm just like playing and playing. You, you might I'm, feel away. Yeah, yeah, you're like damn. I, man. I'm scoring a little bit more. I'm trying a little yeah. bit harder. I'm scoring more and stuff. So it's just like me trying to stuff. But yeah, and then I was like, this dude raw. So I added him on Snapchat. We had a conversation and stuff. We hung out, and then we went to the sundial. And this was like probably like a couple months back, like six, seven months back or yeah, something. I was gonna say it was in like August okay. 14th. Yeah. And then, um, gotcha. Yeah. So they it was a couple months back, and we was all just chilling, hanging out. And then we went to the sundial, and then we sat on the bench. The freestyle happened, and then I was like, "These these dudes are raw. Like I like this. Shit. I want to rap. I want to be able to do that." So, and then so I was like, "All right, for sure." So I messed around finding my sound, how I felt I liked, and then I was like making tracks and stuff. I met this dude, Gene. Shout out to Gene. That dude raw as hell too. Spook. <laughs> yep, be spook. <laughs> and um, that dude coming out. For a song, that song all alone. We got all alone. Gene, yeah. me, like you. So like, we got hella crazy. shit coming out with Gene, and then yeah, I got into it from there. Sent him over to Antonio. He's like, come out to the studio, and that's when shit got happening. Okay, I like that shit. Where's the studio? Is it Anderson? You guys nah, recording nah, Anderson? So no, I actually live past Whiskey Town. Wow. Yeah, okay. So I live pretty deep, and it's with my grandparents. You know what I mean? So like, they've been helping me out and stuff, but like. Nah, um, right when I got, like, into music and everything, I, uh, I've i always been into music my whole life. You know what I mean? Like, dance. I've been dancing, watching America's Best Dance Crew. Wanted to be a little Jabberwocky. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted okay. to have a white mask. Like, I wanted to do that. <laughs> but, like, that kind of faded away as I got older. Stopped doing that. But then, like, you know, I, I went through some bullshit with my little ex-girlfriend a couple years back. And then I had my little feelings hurt. So I started writing a song. And, like, after that, moved to Washington. Eight months later, I went to a studio out here. I made that song and like they they really liked it, you know, they're messing with it, so I kept going and then that's when I was like, "Yo, grandpa, like I don't know if I should be like hitting these people up all the time trying to like spend money at this stuff. Like if I could just buy all the equipment for all the amount of money I was spending already there, like it, it would make more sense cuz I could just make it here." And he was like, "All right." Like he was so happy, you know what I mean? Cuz he's always been there for me, always trying to like like buy me drum kits, drive me like buy me uh, trumpets, like that's dope. Any, anything random, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I love that man, you know. So like yeah, he was definitely a support. So once when he told me he was down for it, he uh, pulled me out to the garage and he had this little little room, like it was perfect, like a little closet. You know what I mean? So we built that up, got some little black um, soundproof foam in there, and then I got a little Mac. You know what I mean? Little little whole setup just to make music in there, just so that way we can record and got like our voices on beats and just go from there. And I've been like putting some like pitch correction, some tune, you know, make it sound a little better for us, just so that way it kind of fits in with the vibe of like what everybody making nowadays. So, there's like, really not much auto tune I was gonna in say, music. Like there's really when I, I when tell. I sing and like rap and stuff, there's really no auto tune. Like that's just raw out, vocal pretty yeah, much. Yeah, when they came out I actually had to turn their auto tune down just because of how they're saying their words so like fluently, like actually pronouncing their words cuz when you like when you use auto tune it's better to mumble cuz that way it clears the mumble up kind of. That's why like Young Thug and stuff they clears up really it, well. You it know it corrects I mean? your pitch. Yeah, it really yeah. does. So, like, when they came out and they were just hitting that shit ready, like, already. So I was like, damn. I <laughs> That's put a compliment. Not, yeah, a, not no, a zoom. The auto-tune, honestly, wasn't even for their voice to be better. It was just for it to be louder against the beat. Because when they yeah. already record and I put it's the pitch correction, it's kind of quiet. You hear it, but it's not as loud as when you put the auto-tune. I turn it down, and then you could still hear it good and, like, that's kind of like how it sounds right now, you know what I mean on there. I don't but really like, fuck with auto tune like that because mm -hmm. like I don't like how it sounds. Mm -hmm. My voice is like it's high. It, yeah, really it's, it's iffy, it. you know what I mean? Because I hear it when he turns it on, like bro, like when we mess with a track that we don't even want, we just turn all the auto tune up into where it would be like actual <laughs> auto tune on it. This shit sounds ass. I'm like turn that shit back down. <laughs> yeah, we ain't little. Yeah, you know, we, we don't sound that good. <laughs> Migos, yeah, 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 yeah. you don't need that shit 100. percent No, I feel that, man. I I feel that. 
Weezy, when did you start making music? Was this after the Sundial Bridge freestyle? Was uh, this nah? So I actually freestyled a lot, but like I never made music, like wrote lyrics or anything. I didn't think I could. I tried. I rapped a little bit. She was asked. Didn't didn't do it for a couple months, and then just like probably like two months ago, I was like writing lyrics. I found a beat and recorded "Locked in a Dream." Dropped that two months ago. In a month, that shit hit like two hundred plays, and now it got on two radio stations, thirteen playlists. Oh shit! And like now it's going. And right around pushing 156 cities. So I was like, okay, people is fucking with that shit, but I don't even like that song. So I was like, all right. So, and that was my first song, a month. In a month. Like, I just wrote music and just did it. That was a month ago. Yeah, a month ago. And then I made Morris music. I dropped uh, Wishing More. I was at X3 Studios. Shout out to Davey and Travi. They made pretty good shit on my shit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Surprised me out there. I pulled up to a cook-up night. And it's where a bunch of artists go and they go to teams and stuff like that. I pulled up a wavy. And so there's four teams that were there out of six, six people on each team. My team had two people on it. It was me and uh, Joey. And so me and him were making a song and competing against other six other voices on a track with other good verses. So we had to make some heat in order to come out with that. So we dropped Wishing More. We won the challenge. I dropped that on my platforms after I bought the beat. And then um, that shit blew up. So I was like, all right, I dropped Keep Trying. That's a song me and him made. Me and that blew up over those. And two. that blew you up over I mean? those. <laughs> and that doubled it. Fat Joe hit me up off that. Multiple other nuts. artists hit me up off of that. Dude. And then some conversations happened. Management hit me up. And then even people, hella people started sharing it. People throughout Reading would start sending me videos on Snapchat of them singing my songs. They, I checked the playlist. It's in hella playlist. It's on three radio stations. In New York, Chicago, and shit, I forgot the other one. I have to look at my phone, but I haven't really been paying attention. The ones yeah. that matter. Yeah. 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 New York, Chicago, and then wherever the fuck else. It don't even matter yeah. after that. <laughs> yeah. Damn, man. Okay. So this is all very, this is like this year then. Like yeah, all this shit's happening for you guys. Just like, just this, like this, this month. This all this shit happening. Like just this all falling crazy. Into, it's all falling into place. And like I didn't even think that shit would happen because like I'm 16 and I just made music. There's people out there that have been making music for like four years that don't even get that. So I'm like, damn, bro, what the hell? Like, yeah, I'm like, damn. I like that. I like that. Well, I mean, not for nothing, man. And I was going to just kind of get into this, uh, and we could transition it this way. You don't carry yourself like a 16-year-old. You carry yourself like Antonio said he's 21. I'm 23 personally. Like, you carry yourself like you're 21, 22. Like, yeah. you don't carry yourself like you're like uh, a young yeah. buck, basically. Okay. So do you think people treat you a certain way? Do you think you get uh, certain treatment because you're so young? Do you think people overlook you? It don't sound like people overlook you, but nah, have you so experienced any sort of, like, maybe disrespect or, like... Actually, right. nah. Like, everyone just, like, I don't talk to anyone at all. I keep all my shit on the low. I keep all my, everything I do. I don't... I keep it private. I just, like, it's not no one's business, so, like, I, must, I keep it on me. So, like, when I, like, started going out making music and stuff, people started messing with it. I was like, damn, bro, that shit dope, but, like, alright. But, like, realistically, like, I don't know, like, like, people don't really care, but, like, whenever I go over to people's houses that are my age, I get ID'd. Like, they'll ask for my driver's license or something. And when I was 15, I was like, bro, I don't got no ID, bro. Like, I'll show you my school ID, bro, but, like, I don't got <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. I was 15 years old, and they was ID'ing yeah. me at the house. And then when I turned 16, I grew, like, grew a little bit, got bigger, and they're all like, bro, this dude is not 16. <laughs> and they, no one believes I have tattoos and stuff, so everyone's just like, a bro. Yeah, I was, everyone's <laughs> all like, bro, this dude is not 16, bro. And, like. I'm like, bro, I'm 16, but oh, yeah. yes. That's dope, man. What other artists besides Fat Joe have hit you up? If you want to share it, if um, not, it's cool. But Fresco Trey, that dude hit me up. I got, um, shit, bro, let me, I have to go through my Instagram. 
There's like a couple other artists. That's They're, like a flex in and of itself. I gotta check my DM. To actually, see like all I, the names. Drake, I, Drake actually hit me up. His label hit me up. Drake, actually. Drake's label. OVO Drake. Yeah, his label hit okay. me up, and that's one of the big conversations I had. It was like a two hundred ninety thousand dollar offer with a forty thousand dollar signing bonus. I was like, nah, I'm good, because like labels be taking all your money. I don't mess with all that. So I'm an independent artist, and so like that was a big thing. And then Lil Sky. <laughs> He said, Drake hit me up, and I said, no. <laughs> hey, there's power in saying no. So the fact that you know that, yeah. hell yeah. yeah. What up? Like the Mac Miller, I did it all without a Drake feature. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. Hell yeah. Like, Lil, Lil Skies, I had conversations with Lil Skies and okay. shit like that. And hell yeah. Too. A bunch of like other like influencers, like actors have hit me up. Like the actor of Diary of a Wimpy Kid, uh, Jason, that dude hit me up. Shit, bro. Just from hearing your record, I mean, like, I fuck with it, and they're just, like, showing luck. But, like, no one knows that because, like, I don't tell people about it. Like, they're normal people. They ain't just You're telling me this shit, and I'm like... Yeah, they're just, like, they are celebrities. Yeah, they have a high following. Yeah, everyone knows them, but, like, realistic... My family, like, Chris Paul's my blood blood cousin. Like, well... (laughs) Just hear me Yo, out. Who am I so my right dad's now? sister who married am I his talking cousin. To? So like Chris, I'm related to Chris Paul. And like okay. that dude was a he's a celebrity, but like he's just a normal dude. Ricardo Lewis, my cousin, just got married to him, and he played for the Miami Dolphins and the Cleveland Browns in the NFL. Yeah, he's a normal dude. I played basketball with him. I played basketball with Chris Paul, Dennis Smith Jr., T.J. Warren, Corday, and Jay Cole at North Carolina, and they're just normal people. They're the dopest people I've ever met, and so like. When I when it comes down to, like, a celebrity talking to me, it's just, like, I treat him as a normal person because, like, that's how I would be treated if I, I wanted to be treated if I was a celebrity. And I, that's just, you just got to show respect throughout people that are way more, like, knowledgeable than you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you as a 16-year-old, you can't talk to someone who's famous, like, twenty in their 20s and, like, has success done when you don't even know what shit you're doing yet. So, like, taking le- notes and lessons from them is the best thing you can do from even talking to them. Listening to what they say closely and taking notes on it and not just blowing it off like, bro, you're a celebrity and being freaked out. And you actually listen to what they had to say to you. It'll mean so much more to you than just freaking out and wanting a picture with them. Like, I'll, if I met a celebrity, I wouldn't even ask for a picture. I'll just talk to him. I don't need to flex. That's dope. Like, there's no need to flex meeting a celebrity. It's a normal person. So it's just, mm. that's how I would want to be treated. Yo, fuck all my notes. I want to go off on this type of shit. Chris Paul's blood cousin. Yeah. That's dope. What's some of the best advice you've gotten well, from... it's like marriage. I want to say blood, but, like, we, okay. we, like, it's like that. Okay. So, I mean, you say, you know, having conversations with these guys and whatnot, and, and they don't freak you out, which I, that's... I mean, hey, like, th- that's just maturity right there. So, you know, yeah. shout out to you for that. What's some of the best advice you've gotten from, like, these people that, Ooh. like... Knowing me, man, I'd be like, dude, like, Chris Paul's here, like, J. Cole's here, like, that's fucking nuts. Like, he's on my shit. But, like, yeah. for you, like, it's just a normal thing. Now that I mind admitting that, I'd probably fan out a little bit. Then, then I would calm down and yeah. be like, all right, they are a normal person. But what's some good advice you've gotten? What's something J. that you're Cole. like, let's remember J. that. J. Cole. I knew you were going to say J. Cole. Because he seems like he yeah. has that wisdom. Yeah, J. Cole. Yeah. So I was playing basketball, and actually, C.J. Vaughn, one of the best players in North Carolina, right now, actually, he was out there with me, and we were hooping. And um, he left, and then I stayed, and J. Cole pulled up, and I was like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> right, yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. what the hell, bro? Like, and then Chris Paul came. I was like, okay, that makes sense. They all from North Carolina, so all made sense. And I was like, all right, fuck it. So I was playing basketball, and I was like working and working. And that's when I wanted to go to the NBA. And I was like, bro, I just want to play basketball. I was grinding and stuff, going to training camps, getting trained by Chris Paul's trainer while I was there, all that stuff. And I was just grinding. And then, like after that, they, he was like, 
bro, how long you been working? I'd be like, I just wake up and go and then go back home to sleep or something. And he's like, then don't even try. So I was like, I okay, what you go what you going here? <laughs> and then he was like, if you don't get up and you don't work until you can't sleep, then you ain't working hard enough. And I was like, what do you, what does that even mean? You work until you can't sleep, huh? What? Like I was confused. He was like, you ain't working hard enough in general. You work until you want to die and then you stop. And then I was like, Shit, like this dude actually onto something. I didn't think like I wasn't working hard enough at all. Like in this music shit, that's what he was talking about. Like mm-hmm. find something yeah. you're passionate about and work on it and try to perfect it. And that's what I'm doing right now. That's oh, probably yeah. the biggest amount of advice I've ever taken from someone like that. Weezy's been up every night messaging me lyrics, beats, telling me he's like he's I don't working. sleep. Yeah, he's working. I, I, I don't you. sleep. I'll say even like when we're I'll interacting. tell you right now what I do. Like, yeah. I wake up in the morning, I go on my computer, I do promotions. I do all promotions. I get done with promotions. I play previews on all of my social media. I preview my music. And then after that, I'll do, like, some video games, some homework, and then have a little break. And then I'll go back. I'll find beats, write lyrics, get songs done. And then I'll start doing rough drafts, recording, figuring out flows, doing messing with them, save more beats, more and more and more. And I'll just work 13. I work right around 13 hours a day on just music. Just guarantee just music. Like, that's all I work on. And then I'd be finding flows and stuff. And I send them all to Antonio. I'm like, calling. I'm like, hey, bro, can I hop in the studio, bro? I got this track. Last night, I even have a conversation with him. I was like, bro, let me hop in the studio. I got a track. I got some in my head. So we do it after like, this, you know? Yeah, we go in the studio after this. I love like, it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like that. Yeah, hell yeah. And that's all you can do, man. That's just yeah. fucking work at it. And th- that's real, man. So this is so nuts to me. Like, because I noticed that you got a lot of motherfucking Instagram followers. Yeah. A lot of motherfuckers are like <laughs> checking like for. Right, yeah, like a lot of people are checking for your shit. And I mean, I was gonna say this till the end, but like, I appreciate like you uh, letting me be a part of like the rollout and stuff like that, man. Like, honestly, like this is dope as fuck. How did you, bro? How honestly? How'd you hear about me, man? Actually, Buddha. Okay. So like, I saw him on the podcast and I was like, damn, nigga, I want to go on a podcast. <laughs> I was like, this dude actually knows what he's talking about. This seems like legit. And I was like, I DM you. I was like, oh, yeah. Thank you, man. Like yeah. It. Because when you reached out to me, I, you know, never met you before, yeah. nothing like that. Yeah. And, it, and it always just gets me. I'm like, how the fuck? Because I don't got a lot of followers like that. You check my shit, man. It's light, which I'm cool with. But I feel like with the podcast, it kind of rings off in the city a little bit. So, you know, that, that, that's my shit talking a little bit, I guess. Yeah. But like, nonetheless, man, I, I appreciate you letting me. You know, help you guys with roll on stuff like that. That's how it was with Tzar and them. And you know, if this is like the uh, litmus test, then uh, I'm honored, man. I'm honored. Yeah. So let's get back into this. What's it like performing with X3 and all these other artists and stuff like that? Because those guys have come on here before. You guys well, do work with Marcus and all I them. Mean, I didn't really like perform with them. Like, oh okay, yet, but like recording with them is dope. Like it's just dope. But What's like, that process like? So actually, recording, wishing more. That was at X3. We hopped in the booth, and I freestyled the entire thing. I, just, I was on live, and I was like, screw it. I found it. He put a hook down. Joey put a hook down, and I was like, all right, let me go off it. And I just did the whole song on a freestyle. Just did it. And I was, he was, like, doing everything. I came out, and I fell in love with what he did. Like, it was just dope. Like, how he, how he mixes and masters his stuff is just crazy to me. And then I was playing. He was playing guitar, and I was freestyling, murdered the guitar. Playing piano, made a beat, murdered the guitar, like piano and stuff. And then he would go in the studio and he'll be singing in a girl voice, but it's, it's him. And he'll mix and master and make the voice not even sound like it's a voice. It's nothing. And it's a sample. He'll put that on a beat. Shit is crazy. Like he, That dude is talented as fuck as a producer. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I respect him a lot. So like I'm glad he even did one of my songs. Oh, 
Yeah, they legends. Shout out to them. They be legend to legend. You know what I mean? That's why that name's there. <laughs> I remember. Uh, they, actually, they were cool on here, man. They I were actually cool. want to give props to X3, man, because uh, Davey and Travi kind of low key, like, helped me proceed in my music career. You know what I mean? Because, like, I don't work with them, like, no more. And, like, we're, we're cool and all, but it's like, when I first started making music, I showed them my song, Flute, and, like, he, uh, Travi actually recorded it in the first little studio they had here, and it was, like, a little, little rinky dink thing. You know what I mean? It was actually more, like, professional than anything around that I've seen, but, like, you know, they had it going, and so. When I got up in there, I started showing it to him, and he, like, stopped it, pulled me out, and he's like, hey, man, I need to sit you down. And he sits me down. I'm like, fuck, bro. Like, he's probably going to tell me, like, this shit sucks. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to be real with me, which is, like, what I wanted to hear. But, like, he sat me down. He's like, yo, man, like, honestly, like, you were hitting those notes, like, really well compared to a lot of people that come in here. It was just, like, your emotional, like, intentions, like, weren't there. And, like, when he said that, I hella felt it because, like, I wrote that song a year ago when I was, like, in those feelings. You know what I mean? So, like, when he told me that, he was like, yeah, man, let's just mess around and make a a new song, you know, so we, like, messed around, made a song there, and then, like, after that, I was like, you know what, like, I'm gonna keep writing and keep trying, because, like, you know, keep trying, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> we both can relate to but, yeah, no, so, <laughs> like, I just want to keep saying that, but, yeah, no, I wanted to keep trying, and keep it. going, you know what I mean, so, like, I really appreciate them for even just being honest with me and telling me, you know what I mean, because I wouldn't have known if I, if I didn't even hear them, or if they would have just be, like, hey, man, that's cool, like, we can make a song and then have a good day. You know, like, if they if they didn't even tell me about the emotional or nothing, like, or anything, I felt like I wouldn't know, you know? so like Right, I they could have just let you walk and been yeah. like, I'll Thanks see you later. Money and, yeah, like, that's, that's why it was tight that they helped me out like that. So, yeah, I really appreciate X3 for that. So, like, yeah, I just want to put that out there. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Yeah, they dope. Well, they dope as hell. How I view this is, you know, you say, like, the song is New York, Chicago, it's on radio, it's like, what the fuck? How I view Reading, how I view this place is that someone's got to pop it off. Like, someone's got to. There's a lot of music. There's there's a lot of podcasts here now. Like, I'm not the only one, like, bar none. And someone somewhere is going to get a viral TikTok, a viral song. So, someone's going to do it. And after that, I feel like we will finally get the respect up here in, you know, North State, quote-unquote, that, like, even I feel I like... Can. Yeah, I feel so, like even... <laughs> you know what I, mean? like, I was going to say, the Dirty 530, man, it's a, it's a hard yeah. place to come from. So it's like, you know, we're trying to make it, and we're doing everything we can, so... We're just going to keep trying, keep trying, you know what I mean? Until yeah. all those Boondocks. songs blow up, like, straight up. Like. 100%. And I feel like it'll happen sooner than later, man. And, I mean, if you guys are the ones that do it, man, I mean, it's, uh, anyone, just fucking anyone, please do it so we can all yeah. get paid and we can all you gonna be start getting eat. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's a little sneak peek. I want to get into the FaceTime combo with Fat Joe. I've, I've been wanting to ask you about this for weeks now since I saw it because I think that's dope as fuck. Yeah. He literally has, like, a bunch of different hits in, like, three different decades like, you know, everyone knows, I feel like, our age group, you know, all the way up. But, like, yeah. man, he's got shit with Ja Rule, Ashanti. Oh, he has yeah. shit with, like, yeah. Bad Boy and all them from in the 90s. Uh-huh. So he knows everyone. We were talking, I think, pre-pod about every, this. He knows everyone. every producer, every artist, every manager. It's Fat hey, Joe. Man. And everyone seems to be cool with Fat Joe. One of his main guys Ooh, is, like, don't DJ fuck Khaled. With that, nigga, that nigga is gangster as fuck. That dude is white, but don't let that fool you, bro. That dude will mess someone up. <laughs> you know he's, lo- he's a dope dude though i love yeah that if you don't mind sharing maybe some of the details or maybe some of the context of the situation you can go as, as far as you want what was that like man facetiming with like a legend like that it was crazy so first off well even happened to get that i had keep trying out on previews on my instagram bro that only had like 300 views at the time and then I was like, okay, bro, like, this dude just DM'd me saying he likes the song. He's like, your sound is, actually, let me let me make sure this is accurate. Right? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make sure this is accurate. Yeah, man. So, Hell yeah. this account, his scouting account, uh, it's like, it was like fat. It started with fat and like, 
Nah, it's like SC or some shit. I know it's in here somewhere. I'm not trying to waste any time finding it. You're good. Oh, good. yeah. So it's SC Joe. And I thought he has 5,000 followers on this account. And I was like, bro, like, this is just another dude. No one famous. Like, okay, it's cool. Like, he likes the song. That's good. And then, like, he said, yo, yo, fam, heard your track and it's lit, bro. And with the fire, and I was like, what's good, gang? Appreciate the support. Share and at me and I'll repost it. Because I always repost people who show us, like, support and stuff like that. Yeah. And he said, all love for the culture. Where you from, dog? And I was like, what the hell, bro? This nigga fed. <laughs> I was like, Cali. <laughs> I said, from, California. <laughs> and he where said, you at right now? He said, your, your sound is unique. How long you been hitting the studio? I said, a month. <laughs> he mm. said, He's, I said, no one believes me, but yeah, only a month. He said, I, you know who you texting? I was like, nah, mm. is this not Joe? He said, this is Fat Joe, dog, the scouting account. And I was like, nah, no way, bro. He said, I'm going to hit you on a video call on a few. And I was like, okay, sounds good. Just let me know when. I'm free at any time. I said, if this is really Fat Joe, thank you so much for this opportunity. So, Did you still think he was capping at that point? Yep. Okay. And then I was, that's the video call right there. All right. So I was like with, like. I was with the girl at the time, and we was in Weed, California for some family stuff that was happening. And, like, we went on a walk, and I was, like, running. I'm out of breath. I'm, like, <gasps> like wheezing and stuff, and I'm just chilling. And then all of a sudden, this girl runs over to me, like, Fatcho's calling, Fatcho's calling, Fatcho's calling. I'm, like, what the hell, bro? Like, that ass? <laughs> I look at my phone. This dude is calling me. I answer it, and I'm, like, yo, what's up, dude? My service was ass, first of all. So I was like, what's up, dude? This dude's in the studio. I'm like, bro, what the? Like, it's Fat Joe. Like, that. I saw his face and everything. It was just Fat Joe. Like, <laughs> it was him. What the heck? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Well, this dude ain't capping no more. This is Fat Joe. So now what do I do? He's like, bro, I heard your track. Keep trying. That shit's fire. I want to work with you. I'm going to send you a DM. But I'm going to tell you some more. Just keep it on the low for right now. Mm. So I was like, all right, for sure. We hung up. He's like, I'm kind of multi. He texted me. He's like, kind of multitasking. I'm at the studio right now. I was like, what's up? Oh, bet. You make it so heat? Because I do always be making so heat. I love yeah, Fat hell Joe. Yeah. Always. He said, you got good craft, dog. And I was like, thank you, bro. My dream was to be a rapper for like three years. Because like, I've been dreaming about rapping. Like, I was just thinking it's dope as hell, bro. Like, going on stage, performing. Like, it's mo- probably the most dangerous job, though. You be telling everyone your location, where you're going to be at. Like, it's dangerous as fuck. Mm. But, like, you just comes, yeah. comes with I never thought of it that way, actually, yeah. Yeah. And then he's, I said, do you have an email? I can, you, I can send my song, Keep Trying to You. I wanted to send him the full song if he really messed with it. And I was like, okay, for sure. He said, <laughs> I, want, I want to know how you truly feel about it. So, like, anything you have for it, just tell me. Like, that's what I wanted him to tell me. And so he said, after that, he listened to the song. He said, I'm impressed. So mm. when I heard that, and he didn't even say anything about what I should work on, and that song has no auto tune, nothing. I made that stuff, and like a couple. Well, it took a while, but like we made that, and I was like, Nah, bro, that if, only if that Fat Joe, long. yeah, if Fat Joe hit me, I'm good. Like <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't want to say all that, but hey, come bro, on, but yeah, nah, said, that ain't even too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in there, dude. Like, and then he oh, said, man. I'm impressed, bro. I'm like. Dude, he didn't even say anything was bad, nothing, no, what? Like, Fat Joe said that, and I'm like, bro, I was like, thank you, bro, that truly means a lot. He said, you think what it got to take, do you think you got what it takes to get on a major label? Mm. And I was like, fuck yeah, bro, that's all my goal right there. That's my dream, to show my story through my music and show support and love to the people who need it. I definitely think I got what it takes, guaranteed. He said, I actually scout an artist for a label I got shares with. You got the kind of content. And I was like, shit, for real? I don't got a manager, though. That's the only problem. And he said, that's not a problem, but before I want, if I put you on, I want to be sure of two things, and I can't go on after that conversation. Okay. That's, I okay. took the picture I posted on my show, uh, on my story. Everyone was tripping. They're like, bro, that's actually Fat Joe. Like, right. Oh no, for God, real, that oh was, Oh, my yeah. shit. Oh. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, bro. I was like, 
I left them all on scene. I didn't answer any of them. I, was like, I ain't talking to them. Because, like, that's when, like, they see someone like that on your phone. They'll be like, oh, let me talk to him. Dick right nigga now. about to go get money. Yep. It's like, nah, fuck that. I'm not about that. Like, the people who was there before I even got that phone call, I'll fuck with them. Everyone else, I know what you all here for. Thank you for it's answering just, my just, DM because just, I did DM. I'm like, that's sick. And you're like, thanks, bro. So, yeah. That's dope. And, like, everyone I follow that, like, I truly follow, like, that was there before the like before I get famous. If I get famous, before all my shit blew up, before I even got noticed by people, that like all that stuff right there, like I followed them and I'll keep them followed. Like it don't matter. Like you showed support before I was even big, so like you stay and follow. It's just like you gotta show respect to respect to do. But yeah, I was like tripping, bro. And then I shared that, and then we got in a conversation. I posted that he responded to my story. On his main account, like Fat Joe, that's when I realized nothing was a joke. I realized everything was real. And he DM'd me on that account and said, opportunities are endless, man. And then I can't say any more about that conversation. Okay. But we got something working on right now. But And then he's like, send me your song. I send him the song. He's like, I just send it to this email and I'll put it on the radio. So I sent it the email. And then he said, all right, I made the call. Two seconds later, I get the confirmation email saying my song's been aired on the radio for New York. And that's why. It's so just real all the way through. He's yeah. not playing with you. No, nah, he's yeah. not joking. This dude, like, he's not playing. And like, I'm, this dude is I was like, going to say, I'm not even going to lie, man. Like, when you called me telling me, he's like, yo, bro, because she was in the room with me. He FaceTime, he's like, hey, man. Like, hella excited. He's like, yo, Fat Joe just fucking called me, bro. Like, yeah. no cap. He's like, I'm sending you the DMs right now. Click hung up on me. So I was like, all right, shit. Just got out the shower. He all sends me the DMs. I'm like, it says, like, SC Joe. I'm like, you know, I, I go look at the account. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know about this, you know. And he's like, he's like, no, nah, bro, trust, trust. So I was like, all right, bro. Like, I'm going to trust you, bro. So, yeah, he hit me up later. He's like, just go off the phone, bro. Like, this shit's real, bro. Like, it was just so funny. Like, he was so happy. Yeah. I was, I was like, like, no way. Like, he's a legend. 4.8 yeah. million followers, and I get a DM from him. I'm like, right. what the hell, bro? Heavy hitter. Yeah, yeah he was in my requests. I was mm. like, bro. What? That's like, a flex in and of itself nah, right there. No, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I can't do that to Fat Joe, but that dude is a legend, bro. Yeah. But, yeah, that was crazy when I got the confirmation email saying that shit been in the, aired on the radio. Then a couple people heard that shit from there, and then that just went to another radio station, another radio station. It just blew up from there, and now that shit going up. But other than that, like, that's really, like, keep trying only, and that shit is a pretty fire song, and I love the meaning behind that shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dakai, I don't know if you want to hop in on this, man. I, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit. I, I want to make you feel left out. So no, I, mean, I, I want to ask got... you how you met these guys and just kind of how you feel about everything and, and um, the music and stuff like that. How, yeah, how I met this dude was Pee Wee Football at Shasta. And I don't know. We were just – I felt we like we just, we just kids. We were just vibing. I don't know. Like, I didn't, I didn't really like nobody really on the team back then, I feel like. So I was just hanging out with him mainly. They all looked like me probably. But no, and then like I switched over to Anderson, and then we just mm. we kind of lost contact a little bit. I didn't bit. even know he switched. Like, yeah. That's when we hit middle school, and then I was like, damn, oh well, like shit, that sucks. And then I was like, let me look at these niggas, and then we were on Snapchat smoking. And, yeah. and then he made music, and I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. How long ago was that that you guys like I guess reconnected and started making music and shit together? Shoot, honestly, like two weeks ago. Yeah, two, like, <laughs> two weeks ago. That was honestly. This is all so recent, yeah, man. So That's recent. dope, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we but, trying to blow. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. But like, yeah. we show. Oh, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We show support to all the artists here because like it's hella hard to grow. 
by just yourself in a town that has no support. It is, man. So, like, if you have other artists that, you know, you can respect each other's talents and you guys show respect to each other, and you guys all come together as a team, you will blow because you have multiple people sharing your shit. That means you got thousands of people going instead of just your own followers. And then you expand your variety of fans, and then all that shit works out, and that's how you blow in a town that you don't have no support in. Reading's not even on the map for the music industry. That's not a thing. Don't so even like, know it exists. Yeah, that's crazy. that's hard as hell to even start something like that. And me getting noticed by someone as big as Fat Joe like that is a start for something on Reading. And that's all I'm gonna say. But yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Unfortunately, that's kind of how I feel about like the podcast game here. It's very. And this is kind of how music was. Like, I made music last decade. Shit was ass. I can admit it now. I'm, I'm way better at, like, broadcasting, I feel like. And yeah, I got, like... your passion, man. Th- yeah, yeah. I'm more... Pa- yeah, there you go. Yeah. More passionate about this. And it's very... Yeah, like, no one wants to help each other out. Everyone wants to compete. And I'm like, do you guys realize I don't even know we fucking exist? Like, this oh, is not the Bay. This is not LA. Yeah. This is not... Yeah, Chicago, Miami. Like, this is not one of those places where it's like anyone can pop, that's, you know what I mean? That's how us artists feel, too. It's fucked up. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like a feeling you got to expect to get when you don't have support. Like, it's, right. it sucks to say that, but, like, you got to accept it when you literally don't have an option. Right, it is You just got to come together, and you got to make that option. You can't just sit back and be like, damn, nigga, we ain't got no support, and just put up the dream. Yeah, and give like, it up. Like, you, fuck that. Me and him, like, like I said, 13 hours a day pushing my dream, and then... And two months, I already get noticed by labels and managers and other artists and Fat Joe and phone calls with them. Like, that's the kind of motivation people need to have in order to get back into their dream. Right. Like, people just be not getting the success they want to see in the time that they have. Like, I blew up faster than I should have. I'll say that. But, like, I also earned it. Like, I worked Mm. my ass off to get there. So, like, when people are like, bro, I want to make my dream, like, they ain't putting in enough work. That's why you haven't seen the results. You gotta, you gotta be dedicated to That's what real. you want. We ain't even there yet, though. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, not even close to being there. Like, like I'm probably point zero 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 one percent there. Like, it's not even close. And I still got a lot of work to do. We, we know that we, we yeah. know. And you know what I you mean? just got to accept criticism as well. In the industry of rap, you got to accept constructive criticism. If you can't do that, get the fuck out of the rap game. You, if you can't do that, I swear it will mess you up in your game and you'll be stuck up in your head and you'll only do something that you think sounds good and people will be thinking it sounds ass. If you listen to someone who's great, <laughs> yeah, but like when you listen to someone who's great and they come back to you and they like tell you, bro, that shit was ass, but this is what you need to work on, do that, bro. And that shit will sound good. And I've done that multiple times. Oh, yeah. I've been in the studio with Antonio and I've made a trash song and I knew it was trash, but I wanted to hear his opinion. He's, damn, that's trash. I'm like, I'm dang, bro. I mean, it's only <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I don't want you dropping nothing yeah. that's going to be, like, off or wacky. Yeah, like, exactly. I, but, like, embarrass yourself, the, yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. When I'm in the studio, but, like, that's like, what you don't want. You don't want to be embarrassed about something you think is your dream, and you're getting embarrassed over it. Right. Like, that's when you get losing your motivation. If you take, consider like, you consider, like, other opinions and you take it, then it's like, bro, that shit, that shit's where I got to start. It'll help you. It'll help you. exactly. Oh, yeah. 100%. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Now, when I'm in, the, I was going to say, yeah, when I'm in the studio with, like, any artist, man, I always try to, like, whenever I record them, I play it back and I like to see their reaction to it. Cause like if, cause if they're bobbing their head and they're like listening to it, like okay, yeah, I'm fucking with that. Unless and then if they're like sitting there, just like, like just listening to it, just sitting there, this like not even reactions. He was like, that's what he was doing. You know, I'll he was just listening to the, it. I'll be jumping and like, yeah, fire. so like I know the difference between he likes it when he don't like it. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. Bro, you ain't fucking with that, huh? He's like, nah, bro, cut that shit. So like, <laughs> we'll always cut no, it. No, we'll cut it and then. I'll redo it the next one and then it's fire. And mm-hmm. I'm like, ugh, this shit better. It's just because you have that confidence, bro. Like, you know you yeah. can hit that shit. Like, that shit's good. I lost confidence in All Alone, but I actually want to, I'll talk about that after. And, then and we brought shit. that back, too. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's a good one. Okay. We, we can talk about that as well. 
Man, it's crazy. There's no way you're only 16, dog. This is That's nuts, man. Uh, this is yeah. good shit, though. This is good shit. So let's yeah. get into this, man, because I, I'm a, as, as the listeners know, I'm a big Drake fanatic. I think that motherfucker is one of the goats. I think the, his output alone makes him one of he's, the, he's to have good, that many guy. hits. And they're not even all sometimes hitting like that. Like, to, you know, to me, the older stuff fired. hits a little more. But it's like, yeah, legend, right? You gotta, it, you gotta him, Kendrick Cole, Everyone legends. knows that dude, too. Right. Like who? If you don't know who Drake is, bro, that that dude's been like, <laughs> like come, come on, on, dog. That dude's been in the industry. You live under a rock. Like, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. kind of like you saying you don't know Snoop Dogg. Like, yeah, it's like come on, but man. But you can't compare Snoop Dogg to Drake because Snoop Dogg's a, a pioneer and a legend. Drake ain't a legend yet. He's just a pioneer. Mm. So you gotta understand mm. it that way as well. Snoop's still up there. It's, okay. I'll, I'll think I'll say Snoop is definitely better than Drake. That's guaranteed. But like not not like flow wise, you can't compare the genres. You got to look at the artist. Right, so that's another way you gotta look at it. When people don't know music like that, you gotta they understand like, oh, that shit sounds like that, and that sounds like that. They go by the sound. They don't go by understanding where the music came from, the story behind it. They don't go in details when they listen to podcasts of other artists talking about the song. They don't hear none of that. They're just like that shit ass. They go straight to hating. Mm. They don't even go to the background of the song. Right. So it's just like you gotta look at it in both ways, through the artist's perspective and through your own perspective. And if you don't like it through both ways, then that's fine as well. Like, there, you are entitled to your own opinion, but you also got to look at it from the right way. Yeah, you at least got to understand the perspective yeah. of what's coming. Yeah, through. that's like, right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, so so Drake, I'm a big fan, and it sounds like you, you're a fan too. Oh yeah. Um, you get an offer from OVO, and that's power in saying no. I don't know if you can really get into it. Uh, my job is not to incriminate my guests. It's just to try and get information. But why say no to that opportunity? It was only two hundred ninety thousand dollars. I'm way worth. I'm worth way more. And he mm. got an offer from Empire as well. He sent me that little DM too, like mm. from on his email. And, and Empire is like, one of the best like independent. I, I looked at doing your own who thing was labels. There, yeah, and I was right. like, damn, bro, like, yeah, what, yeah. yeah no, they got a roster. They're stacked <laughs> yeah, for so, sure. Like, Epic Records, Empire Records, and of you, and I just turned all three down. Just not enough money, or they're nah, trying to control your shit. Because a lot I mean, of artists don't want to like, be controlled like that. I want, I'm an independent artist. I don't want my money taken by a label. The diamond change you see rappers getting is from them. It's from their hits that they get the profit from. The producers get the profit from the hit. If you get a song that gets billboards and shit, that's like millions and millions of dollars. That's twenty percent to, or I think like ten, twenty percent to the label. That's that's oh a, at least that's a lot. Right, that's a ton. And that's where they buy the chains for the rappers saying, hey, you made a hit for us, there you go, there's your chain. That's the rapper's That's a red flag, dog. Bought. Exactly. That's a red flag. That's where you got to look People at. People don't realize that. You, they don't at yeah. all. So like, they're like, bro, why don't you take a label, bro? They give you hella money. Nah, they take your money. Mm-hmm. That's why I want to be an independent artist. I'll find an independent label that will help me until I'm like 18, 19, where I'm an adult, so I can handle other shit on my own. <laughs> that sentence is wild. Go ahead, man, go ahead. Yeah. I, I'm still just processing all this. So like, yeah. I can like, handle that shit as an adult, and then like progress from there, then I'll just be all the way up and stuff and just, like, go from there. Like, I have already have a fan base built from the label I was on previous, becoming an adult, and then after that, take the fan base on and then go on from there and be my own person and just get money from the views I get and promotions and artists, and that way I just have to pay the artist that I'm featuring with 50% of the profit. Other than that, I don't have to pay no one because I, I can make my own beats. I'm going to college next year to make my own beats. And, like, uh, doing like engineering and production and shit, so I'm gonna be, yeah. ma- I'm gonna be making my own beats, all my samples and stuff. It's gonna be all me, so I don't even have to pay for a beat or nothing. And that's like that's where that shit's gonna start blowing, cause that's when I'm gonna be in my studio twenty four seven at my house getting tracks done left and right. It's just that it's just gonna be that simple. It's gonna be so much easier. It's out in Florida, so like there's a big fan base right there. At the college, they have a stage, 
the entire school pulls up, you can perform there. Are we talking University of yeah. Miami no. or, or Florida? Or it's it's Full Sail University. It's oh, a, I know what you're talking music, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Dan Patrick's got a class there yeah. and shit. Yeah. Yep. So it's just like. You're doing it right, man. You're doing you're it right. Doing shit. I'm going there. Damn. He's smart, this, man. This is He's smart, this man. Is crazy. That's why I was like, yeah, I definitely want to work with you, bro. Cause like, yeah. I seen that he was young, you know, and I was like, yo, you got potential, bro. Like, you got it in you, and like, I want him to grow with that, and like, just wait until I find my voice. That's what I've been telling him too. I was like, bro, when, once when you're 18, like, that shit's gonna drop more. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, shit. So like, you'll be like able to make more shit and like yeah. everything. And like, even I tell him, cause like, whenever he comes to my studio, I'm like, yo, bro, you in Tone Deaf Records right now? Cause like that, I go by Tone sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, I, I always call it like my own little record label. So it's like a little Tone Deaf. Tone record. Deaf Records. If you look tone on my Records, Spotify you know I mean? at like the where it's recorded at at the bottom or anything on my on any of tracks, it'll say Tone Deaf Records. I yeah. tagged him in it. Yeah, okay. I'm just kind of making that That's up. Cause in, in like in the long run, I'm trying to make that a big label you know what i mean like honestly i want tone deaf records to be popping because like like we actually ain't tone deaf but like you know what i mean like we finna make it like we finna make it you know what i mean we really are i know we are and like i'm not like i got that shit a lot no it's gonna be fire bro i just think that shit's gonna be fire yeah hella people hit me up for like opening concerts as well so like i'm gonna be opening concerts this summer so it's gonna be lit as fuck yellow yellow breezy hit me up and he wants me to open for him as well that's dope do you guys, because a lot of this sounds like a couple artists in particular, do you guys fuck with Russ at all? And some oh, yeah. people might laugh at that. Yeah. But everything you're saying is like some Russ shit. Like 24-7, he's like, hygiene's questionable, sleep schedule's questionable, but he's well, like, I'm just working, I, I do my own thing. Like six times a day. <laughs> but like, like when it comes down to music, yeah. I don't like. He does his own thing. Produce, yeah. mix, master. Yeah. He's always talking about that. He's like, I'm not that signing to crazy. another artist. Like That dude went melodic for a couple years, made hits off melodic, and now he dropped Small Talk. After, that was his first rap song. That dude dropped it. That shit blew up. and Bro, that shit was heat. He, dude, that shit was crazy. Yeah. I, I like Russ. I, I people, respect that dude. They don't understand the talent. To too. That's true. That's true. When you listen to him sing and stuff. But, like, you also got to understand, there's artists out there that people don't like just because of how their music sounds. But, like, if you listen to how much time they put into their music and, like, what they do with it, that's crazy. That's when you'll be like, I like that artist. I don't right. like artists through their music. I, I like their music, but I understand the artist through the artist. Mm. So, hey, break that down for, for the listeners. Like, I be looking at their podcasts. I'll be going into their podcast, their interviews, on when they stare stage presence, how they carry themselves. I'll be listening to what they say, their pointers, their tips. I'll be listening to their music, seeing, listening to like their album drops. I'll be listening to every song like eight times. And I'll be listening to their lyrics. I want to hear that shit. I want to hear the story they're talking about. I want to hear what the album's about. So like I'll be listening throughout everything, looking at lyrics. Like I don't like you could like all my favorite artists, you could drop an album and I'll know every lyric. And like that's that's where I take shit serious and like understanding an artist because you can connect to an artist way more and understand their music way more from when you understand the artist than when you just listen to their music. Me being a spectator of the music industry, I feel like I'm not in a position to give music advice, but the fact that you don't want to sign to labels because you're an artist signed to an artist is pretty genius. I see a lot of artists get fucked over. A lot of artists get one hit. I mean, okay, you bring up OVO. Let's talk about it. And these are facts only, and I'm a fan of Drake and, and even Party Next Door and shit, but I saw McConan drop one hit and get out. I I don't want to close the curtain on Smiley. You had the one TikTok meme song with Drake. You did so bad, quote-unquote, and then Drake killed it that they made fun of you. He might be done. Like, that's smart, bro. Yeah. That's smart. So like the fact that you're doing like, it on I'm your not, own. Then again, you also have to understand. It's I'm risky. Ju- I'm fresh. I'm fresh in the industry. Right. It's brand new. So if I drop a track when I don't even know my full potential yet with someone that big, you know what the outcome's going to be already. 
You already know what the outcome's gonna That's be. That's game. They're gonna be like, nigga, you shit. Compared to someone like, like that, you just got Drake on your shit. Like, yeah. yeah, and you got Drake who does this shit as a living million dollar man, and then you go to someone from Redding, California, who doesn't even know they man, full. Like, yeah, yeah, they they know they they don't know their full potential yet, and you got an artist like that, and you can't really compare him because right. like, you already know who's gonna carry that song. Yeah, the artist that big. So like, I'm not gonna put myself in a situation to where I can lose my career over a decision I wanted to make over some money. Money ain't that important for me to lose my dream. Oh yes, sir. I hope the listeners are listening to this, man. Like, I actually, like, taking this in, like, for real. I'm, I fuck with this so hard right now. Because I, I look at someone, like, I bring up Russ, but also Nip. Like, oh, rest yeah. in peace. Like, oh, yeah. he was the ultimate. Right. I talked about this with, with Tzar and That's one them. of my like, biggest motivations right there. I yeah. Have every, I have a lot of books about Nip on my phone. That's dope. Like, That's I, real. I'm, like, in my iTunes, like, my iBook or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> iBook. <laughs> but, like, you know, I just read it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about where it's at. I just read it. Yeah. Like, I, I remember George sent me a TikTok video where he's talking about how 50 Cent gave him game on, like, just sell mixtapes. Don't sell an album. And and even someone like Jay-Z came about 100 copies of Crenshaw back in 2013. And Crenshaw was just a mixtape. He was just selling it on the street. Jay-Z literally pulls up, buys 100 of them for, what was it? Was it a grand a piece? Do you remember the price tag on that? Five hundred dollars a piece. It was like five hundred dollars a piece or whatever for the Crenshaw mixtape that Nipsey put out. Like technology from like the, the pawn shop, yeah, you know, it was Damn. dealing like eight bags or whatever, and like he let's get our money together and like fix the studio shit. And they built like you know how we built, you know. Oh yeah. Totally and surely. And right, right. Well, the hustle. I wasn't plush, but yeah. got it done. Yeah, yeah for hustle. sure. Yeah, <laughs> but it's real, man. Like he never signed another artist, and I'm sure he had all the opportunity in the world. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And and it's different. Like okay, you know, we we bring up Drake. He signed to Wayne. Wayne's like out of here. Kendrick and Eminem signed to like Dr. Dre. Like that's different because, you know, I mean Wayne's a rapper, but Dre's like a producer. His job is to produce you, not he, be a better did. rapper he than you. Did and, his rap. and that too, you know, he's, he, he already did his rap. Yeah, he was proven with Snoop and all that already. Yeah. Like he knows, yeah, they, everyone knows Dre was Dre. That dude's a legend. That right, dude, right a, there's a, legend. a pioneer for sure, hundred yeah. percent. Even like the Dre beats. You know, the Super Bowl this year, like, all that shit. All that shit. But I think it's super smart that you guys are not taking the opportunity to sign with other artists. Because the biggest mistake I see, even big artists, artists I fuck with, even guys like Don Tolliver. Like, why would you ever sign with Travis? Because one thing, like, Asher Roll could happen, and then your career is fucked, too. Yeah. Like, they already got in because trouble. Because your name's with that, him. That already got in trouble. You also have to look at Doja Cat. What happened with Doja Cat? The label got in trouble, and they're suing her for more money. What what happened there? I must have missed something. I remember so she had the little like racist thing or whatever that something was. Something happened but. with her label or something, and that she didn't give them what they needed at the time. And now they're trying to sue her for a lot more money than what she had to owe. So they added on to it, and now they're suing her with a lawsuit. That's okay. What, that's what labels will do to you. They don't give a fuck about you. Right. They just want your money. It's a machine. They just want your money. They, yeah. they put your music out there, yeah, but they fuck you over. There's no point. And then she came out, even yesterday I was reading an article on, like, one of the hip-hop sites I, I frequent where she said, like, fuck this music shit. Like, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. And she just popped, though. Yeah. She's going on tour she, with Weekend. She's, like, she's a good she's, artist. And, she's, like, and she is good. She's a, People she's give her a lot of artist. shit, but she's actually talented. She's I like a couple of her records. Fire, bro. I'm trying yeah. to get some records with her because she actually showed me Doja Cat. She showed me Moo. She showed me all those fire yeah. songs. You know what I mean? And I was like, bro. Moo is fucking hilarious. No, nah, I actually, like, I didn't give it a chance, bro, just because of how there was so much memes behind it. Right. I never even listened to it, but she was like, Moo. Like, just singing that shit, and she was dancing to it. Super creative. Like, yeah, and I was like, yo, this is actually fire because she's actually Literally metaphoring me and like cows and all this shit. There's to make only it make one sense. artist like, I will never listen to. <laughs> that you will never listen to? Who? The Island Boys. Oh, well. Bro, I will never listen oh, okay, to Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm an island butt. Yeah. That one? Okay. Yeah. Bro, bro. They, they mad fire, bro. Bro. Bro, I can tell you right now, that oh, shit gives man. me a headache. Nah, I actually, I fuck with them, bro, because they actually shout out my little cousin on his birthday oh, when he turned seven. My aunt hella hit them up, and they were like, hey, could you sing a song for my for my little son and shit? And they did on TikTok, so like, hey, that was cool, you know? I was tight for that, so I was, I was hella appreciative of that, you know? Dope. That's dope, man. Yeah, I know. Like they, I feel like they really ain't artists, like, in a way. They're not you know? artists, but they, like, kind of, like, Internet people, they're like influencers. Yeah, they're not, social they're not, influencers. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're TikTokers. I'll say that. They're right. doing their they're thing. They're TikTokers. They're, they're, not, That's a good they're, way to put not, it. they're not rappers. They're, they're not rappers. It's kind of like how Jake Paul dropped his Disney Channel like song or whatever. That shit was ass. It's every day, bro. That yeah. one. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a YouTuber, day, not a rapper. You can't, right. you can't do that. Like, that was a boxer. Though, actually, I can't say you can't say that. Hey, he's a boxer though. He, he is, is a boxer, boxer. But like, listen, you can't. I can't say that. I apologize for saying that. But like, you have to look at DDG. He was a YouTuber. And then he went to boxing, and now he's a rapper. Made a song with Gunna and shit like that. And Blueface. Like, Blueface. That dude's a rapper. So, like, you also have to understand, Deshae Frost, he hasn't, he's not a rapper, but, like, he's also a YouTuber, but he made a song. That was fire. There's some, like, YouTubers out there that can't rap, but, like, you got also, that's your main genre. Like, that's your main platform. Yeah. Just stick to that. So... I mean, you they can branch off to other opportunities. I was gonna say, like, if you if you want to do it, yeah, bro, do that shit and try like, and do if that. If you shit. if you get hate and stuff from it and that platform, just don't try anywhere. And you already got something on the platform that's succeeding you. So, it's like, Dog, where the fuck do you guys get your maturity from? I don't know. That's like a weird question, but like, where the fuck do you guys get all this information? I feel like it's just uh, the dirty. Dude, you guys are like spitting game. Because to me, I I've been through some shit. I, I hate <laughs> to say like I know this shit, but like I know this shit already. But the motherfuckers that are just listening, trying to tune in to see when the project's dropping or, or just because they want to find out more. Like, I think y'all are fucking dropping jewels like your chain broke, dude. Who, who the fuck, who raised you guys, man? Where'd you guys get all, do you guys like watch YouTube shit, documentary? Like, like mean, how just, do you guys I take all this in? I entertain myself a lot. Like, I entertain myself. I, like, I look at like shit I invented and like music and stuff. And like, if, like I said, you meet people and like you have to listen to them. If you listen to them, you'll know a lot more. You just gotta take in advice oh, yeah. from other people. You gotta, you gotta, you can walk into a random dude at the store and say, "Hey, what well, nice day, sir?" And if he pulls you over for a conversation, you gotta listen to him. I sat when I was really young. I went to San Diego and we went to this air aircraft museum type thing. And there's a huge aircraft. I'm not sure if you know about it, but I love San Diego. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. So I went there and there's a huge aircraft. And the person who flew that aircraft was on the ship. He was sitting at the bench. So I sat down on the bench. And I was like, bro, that's cool. Like, whoa. Like, I was a little kid. And he sat there and gave me, like, we talked for, like, two hours. My dad thought he lost me because he didn't know where I went. And my dad found me next to the old man. Yeah. And I went to my dad. I was like, bro, dad, that dude was the person who flew the plane. <laughs> and, like, I was, like, so fascinated about the stories he told about being in the military and stuff like that. And, like, where he came from, like, why he went to the military, like, he went depth. Like, it was a two-hour conversation. I learned so much from just that. And, like, that's when I was like, bro, like, people, like, you really understand. Like, there's a lot of hate out there, but, like, you got to understand there's people that know their shit. Like, there's mm -hmm. people that know a lot more than you. You got to understand them. So that's okay. when I took the time to understand. Now I understand people, and I read people before they even step up in the house. Like, if a person came up to me and I didn't know them, I could read them and be like, I don't fuck with you already. It's mm. as simple as that. You just got to understand your valuables, and you have to understand you as a person and where you deserve to be treated. You have to understand how you want to be treated, and you have to know your values and how you think you should be treated. Like, you should be treated as a king. If you're a girl, you should be treated as a queen. Like, if you ain't treated like that, 
don't even fuck with it. Like, if you don't got the loyalty and you don't got the connections with it, don't try. You're wasting your time. Oh, yeah. But if you get together and you, like, like you, you, you with someone, like, or like you, I like Antonio. Like, I just met this dude, like, months ago. But, like, after that, and we started making music together, like, I got this nigga back already. <laughs> and, like, it's just, like, you got to understand, you have to talk with someone, and you can't just be friends with someone and just snap them back and forth. You have to talk with someone and understand them link as a person up. and link up and connect And if you want to be a friend with someone. And that's yeah. where people don't understand it these days. Right. They just want to have, like, the extra follower, the extra snap follower. The, the social sh- media shit. They want the that's influence. That's some weirdo shit. Yeah, they just want all that shit. But then again, a lot of people aren't mature. So mm-hmm. no, I feel like I feel like for me, man, I, I kind of grew up at a young age like Weezy did. And, like, only because of uh, it was around when the car fire happened. And I was uh, 17 when that happened. So, like... When that happened, uh, I, like I was saying, I live past Whiskey Town, so it actually started right before you turn into where all the houses are back there. Yeah. When the fire started. It wasn't even big. I have videos on my phone of it. It was like a 10-foot fire. Like, that's pretty big, but, like, it wasn't nothing compared to how big it got. It got, You know right. what I mean? So, like, it was, like, 10 feet. There was, like, some firefighters out there doing it. They had the helicopter pulling the water from behind the pond or, like, the creek behind our house. Like, they were doing that, and then... Just like 45 minutes later, I got out the shower and look outside. Just like a volcano erupted. Like it was just a gray, gray cloud. It was like apocalyptic, everywhere. man. Yeah, it was crazy. Like so like yeah. they evacuated the whole yeah. place, man. And that like, shit was scary as fuck for me oh, yeah. too. My dog. I went up to go eat dinner with some family, and then I came out. I came out after dinner only for like hour, like an hour, and I came out. All cars coming out of Lay Boulevard, going out of town. Mm-hmm. All cars coming up right. Miracle oh, Mile. All, car, all cars going up Miracle Mile. Every lane, even the other side of the lane that you're not supposed to drive on, they was going up that to get out of town. I'm like, <laughs> right. bro, there's something going on. Yeah. So my dog was at home. All the papers we needed were at home. And we could see the fire by Quartz Hill. Mm. And so we were like, okay, we got to get going. So me and my dad drove. We parked over by Dorena Snitchell. And we walked mm-hmm. all the way down. We couldn't breathe. The smoke was heavy. We couldn't see. Right. Firefighters and National Guard were sitting there. And we're like, we need to get our dog. Like, my dog is my best friend. And, like, I'm with you, man. I love my I dog. I got two of them. So like, it's like, my dog, don't come between me both and my, of my dog. dog both of my dogs, like, I'll, like, die for them. I'm, like, going, into, going into that danger zone of that fire. And that fire is not to be fucked with. That car fire... It was pretty something serious. Yeah, oh, man, there's and people out there on their roofs with hoses. Not yeah, exactly. House. You know what I mean? Like, there's like, things that, that mean to you. You gotta fight for them. Like my dog, I fought for that dog. Like that's the first thing I thought in my mind when I saw those things coming out of town and the flames behind me. And I was like, Nah, I gotta go get my dog. I told my dad, Let's go get Ollie. And we pu- got Ollie. He already wanted to get Ollie because like that's our dog. And we ran, and I got the dog. We got him on a leash, and I was dr- giving him water and water, putting it, pouring it in my hand, just giving him water. Like, I, I wasn't drinking none of the water. I couldn't even breathe. And I'm just giving my dog water and water because he's wheezing, coughing, and I'm, like, giving him water because I don't want my dog to die in the smoke. Right. Like, that's my dog. I fought for that dog. And, like, I was giving him water. In the truck, I was giving him water, poured it up in a bowl, and we turned every, all the fans on, got smoke out of the truck. And, like, my dad got all the papers, backpacks, and bags, and we dipped. We were out. And um, we went to my grandma's house, and that's when I realized, like, bro, there's so much more than just yourself and as a human being. To take, like, on. you can't just be so caught up in yourself that you forget valuables of other things that mean something to you. You don't understand something that means to you until, like, you almost lose it, really. Like, until it's gone. I didn't understand how much I truly love my dog until I almost lost him. And, like, that shit was something I don't think I ever could have done. Like, I give my dog a lot of shit. I'll call him a fat boy. Like, that dude's fat, 160-pound <laughs> dog. But, like, bro, like, that, I it's love that. It's all in love. It's, I love that dog. Yeah. That dog, genuinely, I love that dog. Yeah, but, like, 
No, like, that shit was crazy, man. That car fire was something else. So, like, after all that, we had to, like, get evacuated. I, I just started working at Dairy Queen at the time. And, like, I called him. I was like, yo, man, my house about to be on fire. Like, I don't know if I should come in. Like, I should probably, like, stay here and, like, help or something. He's like, nah, man. Like, we need you in here. So, like, dude, I, I, the I, I, fuck I know. Out of I literally here. just I started. That. And he didn't realize how big it was going to get. Like, right. he didn't realize it was going to be going on for two months. But still, you know? dude, you got a call like yeah. that, man. Like, nah, so I, I went into work. My grandma, she got me there, man. Like, no, nah, she, man, she got me there. We had to take back roads and we came out so like from whiskey town we had to take back roads on the dirt man in her little corolla and we came out towards shasta lake somehow like two hours later and we get to uh, get to dairy queen man and i'm working there and then when i get off i had to stay at my buddy's house and uh he was actually like 26 or uh, he was 24 at the time and i was 17 so like that was my buddy logan shout out to him man respect to him because he he got me a long way he kind of made me who i am today because of how he was like yo man like I see that you're going through something. He's like, if you and your grandparents want to stay with me, and he had a little apartment, you know what I mean, a little house, they only had two bedrooms, and he was like, yo, if you want to live here, man, you could definitely move in. Just, you know, give me a little rent here and there so that way he helps me out. And so I was like, yo, I'm like, that's dope, man. Like, that helps me a lot because we couldn't go home. And my grandparents yeah. were like, we're actually going to stay at the Wind River Hotel. And then once when that got evacuated, they had to stay in Shasta Lake. And then that got evacuated, they had to go other places. So, like, it got to the point where, like, they were staying with us for a little bit. But, like, yeah, I started living with him, and then I – Lived with him all the way till I was, like, 19, and, yeah, I kind of just, he, he moved to Alaska, and I actually moved to Washington for a while, so, like, we split up that way, but, like, me and him still keep in touch, you know what I mean, and, like, he comes back here and stuff, but he kind of, he definitely kind of molded me into the man I was just because of how I was so young. I moved into this house, and it was just me and him, and, like, I had to get a, I had to get my license quick because I needed to get the job, you know what I mean? Like, I had my grandparents taking me places, but then I realized, like, yo, like, I need to do this shit on my own now, like, you know? Cause like, I had my own place. It was far away from where I was working. So like, it was just time to grow up, man. And like, that's where I feel like when I did that at a young age, it helped me to where I am now. And like, that's why I feel like Weezy, yo, he's young. So if he already has this mindset, like right. he's gonna be crazy oh, dude, at where I'm. You dude, know what I you're mean? Good. Like, you just gotta keep going, bro. Like, yeah, be nice, hell yeah. Man. Like man to man, like not just cause like you guys are here, but like you guys are, yeah. you guys are good, bro. Just keep doing Check. what Thank you're. You, you know what I mean? Because, like, it's, it's going to be rough-ass days. It's going to be rough-ass weeks. I just had a shitty-ass week. You know what Me I mean? Me too, but bro. I've had this week was ass, man. Yeah. And, like, I'm usually, like, I try to be pretty positive. Like, I try to just, you know what I mean? Just I don't be showing it, though. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Like, it, it all shows right here. I, I, you know, I may look tired, but that's about <laughs> it, man. That's all you're going to get out of me, you know? So, you got to stay focused. You got to stay focused. Let's hop back into the music. You got to focus oh, yeah. on the more meanings in life. You can't be dwelling on the negative. You got to look at what you really want. Right, and then you push that. That's how you overcome something like that. That's how you overcome sadness, emotions, and stuff. That's how I did it. I took all the pain, the anger I had towards people and stuff like that, and I put it towards my music. And you can hear the pain in my music. It's just, it's just how I do it. It's how I talk behind a mic. Shit, I can't even tell my parents. I'll put behind a mic. Yeah, they might be disappointed in the words I use and stuff like that. But then that's how I under. That's how you make you understand. That's you. That's yeah. that's me. That's how I truly am, and that's how I felt, and that's how my music comes out with more emotion. Than what I would like normally do if you just got straight into music and was like, bro, fuck. The fact that you even know that at 16 would be crazy. Right. So, right. Like that. That's the, also the, that's what amazes me over here. I'm just like, God damn, man. Like <laughs> 16, 17, 20, like it's fuck, man. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, everything you guys are spitting right now, I, I fuck with it, man. You, Heavy. Man. Let's get back into the music. What artists inspire you guys? I mean, you guys, we've named off a whole bunch of names, a whole bunch of people that's like pioneer, legend, I fuck with them. But like, that's who are like Trey. the main ones? And, and I'll ask all three of y'all. Weezy, I'll start with you. Give me uh, just like three uh, artists, man, that like you Fresco will always Trey. go to. Fresco, Fresco Trey. Trey. J. Cole. And Corday. Okay. 
Yeah. You got the hoop with two of those yeah. motherfuckers, so that's yeah. that's dope. So, I didn't ask you about yeah. Corday. Did Corday have any advice? Did you get to talk to him at all? Was uh, it just hooping? He was kind of like doing his own thing. I didn't like. I, like then again, he's a celebrity, so like I was like, I'm not gonna go up and bug him because like he has that shit happen to him every day, right? Every day. So like he's probably tired of it. I'm like, bro, I'm not gonna be that dude who's gonna go ruin his day because he wants to meet another fan. Like it's just not gonna be like that. So I let him do his own thing. We had yeah, we played, we talked here and there, but it wasn't like a deep conversation because like then again. Like you got to respect his time. He just wanted to it's go nice. there to hoop. Like he was just there to hoop, and right. I just happened to be there at that time. I didn't. He didn't. I didn't text and be like, "Yo, come hoop with me." So like, I'm not gonna be like, <laughs> "I'm you not know, right, right, you, right." You know what I mean? So it's, act you gotta, like you deserve something. Yeah, bro. you got to yeah. understand it. So. And he's like the best tennis player in the world. So you know, he, mm-hmm. he's probably like, hey, <laughs> yeah. like "I'm good." <laughs> yeah, for sure. Antonio, what about you, man? Man, my artist, man. I've always loved like growing up. Um, Michael Jackson was a big influence in my life. Dude, you know yes. I mean? yeah. like yes. Michael Jackson was Gets my... Gets way too much hate. Oh, man. yeah. Jesus. No, that's, that's been my inspiration, man. My mom, yeah, my, my grandma, God, my aunt, so they all moonwalked in front of me. Like, they were just trying to do Real it. Real quick. I don't mean to cut you off. No, y'all good. Michael Jackson or The Weeknd? Um, so... That's the thing, man, is The Weeknd wouldn't be who he is today without Michael Jackson. You, you hear know that? what I mean? You hear so that? So it's like... The weekend's he thinks, a star, right? Man. I and he's, fucking love weekend. He thinks weekend's better than MJ. I'm like, dog, knock it off, bro. Well, like, you just gotta think about it. And like, I've seen these memes before, but it was like, like you I didn't said, see you people understand the artist. You didn't see people fainting at the weekend's concerts like they were at Michael <laughs> Jackson's. You know what I mean? Yeah, Unfortunately, right. but that was a different time. So it's like, yeah. you know, shit's different. Shit's and like, yo. Like, Michael Jackson was at a Super Bowl. The Weeknd was at a Super Bowl. So it's like, they're great artists. They're probably honestly at the same tier at this point just because of how far The Weeknd has gotten. But, like... Megastar. Yeah, I always just think about it. I wouldn't say, like, anyone's better or anything, but I say they're getting pretty good. Like, they're both equal talents. I'm not going to say there's a better person, but they are equal talents. Go ahead, George. I think it's, like, the MJ-Kobe where, like, Kobe did the same shit from MJ just in a harder, like, time. And that's where it's, like... Kinda it's like hard. They're, had they're debating LeBron James and MJ. Like, yeah. that shit, too. No, I totally get what you're saying from that. And that's why it's like, it's hard to even relate that because I love The Weeknd. Like, that's another I do artist. You I know really I mean? do. Oh, yeah. No, and like, he, he kind of paved his own way. So, like, MJ paved the, like, you know, that pop and that R&B, like, that, that fire, that swag. You know what I mean? He totally smoothed that out there. And then The Weeknd just came in with that, like, subtle, like, Dark, like Mike never made the hills or like party. No, monster. that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> he came in with that dark shit, like right. talking about that shit. So it's like you know, yeah. the weekend's got his his own type and like. But you also understand that Michael Jordan or not Jordan, but <laughs> yeah. Mike, Michael Jackson. I was talking about basketball like two yeah. seconds ago. But, uh, Michael Jackson, that dude also in his songs talked about shit that he did, that he went through. Some of the weekend songs, he's been called out for not doing. So Michael Jackson kept it real throughout his entire career. He did. Career. Hey, Billy Jean's not my lover. That yeah. kid is not mine, bitch. Yeah. That's what that song says. Exactly. Holding him over the hotel. Right. Exactly. Yeah. He, he did that shit. Like, that dude, literally, like, all his songs, like, he did that shit. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. He did it's it. It's true, though. Yeah. He did it. But like, so Mike was gangster in his own way. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's it's all of his stories that you have to understand as well. That's that's how I looked at it, how he said that. And you, you for example, said... They were good artists and stuff, but someone might be better or not. You have to understand. The Weeknd has some songs that are iffy. Michael Jackson has songs that are real. Mm. But The Weeknd has hits. Michael Jackson has hits. The Weeknd performed in the Super Bowl. Michael Jackson performed in the Super Bowl. They're fire. They're both fired. They yeah, both got the fire. same kind of talent. They're doing the same things. But you can't say one's better when you have to understand the reality of it. 
So that's I was I saying, that. I don't mean to shit on George. I just love whenever someone's like, yo, Mike, because you don't hear a lot of that in our generation. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know if he fucks with me when he says that or if he's like <laughs> being real, but George doesn't have a lot of MJ experience. And okay. to me, it's like, dude, all I listened to was like fucking oh, yeah. off the wall thriller. <laughs> like, dude, like. No, that shit, so. that shit made me, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be like. I feel like I wouldn't want to listen to nobody else because, like, just because of how, like, I I would just love to watch him. Like, I wish I could watch him perform mm-hmm. because, like, right. the way he moved, bro, yeah. like, it was just crazy. Like, you could literally his, you feel, could feel it. His like, stage it was crazy. Presence. So, like, like, at the Super Bowl, he's just standing yeah. there for like four minutes, letting the, letting and the crowd. Like, oh, fuck. He's you wasting know? his time, literally, because <laughs> like, just waiting. He's about to go off. He's like, right? I know I only got 14 minutes, yeah. but I'm in Jay. You know All what right. I mean? And then my second, my second favorite, I would say, would be Tupac, just because mm. of the way he uses his rhyme cadences. Like, he. His he, voice alone. That and like the if you listen to almost any of his songs, man, he really changes his bars after two bars. Like he'll rhyme like bar and car and then like here and there. Or like you know what I mean? Like he'll literally yeah, rhyme yeah. those two after like that. And like a lot of like I went to artists around here and I tried doing that and they told me not to do that. And I I, I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna keep doing it because like that's me, you know what I mean? And <laughs> I got it from a legend. So it's like, right. you know, I'm a I'm a rhyme like that and like that song is hella fire. I dropped that and everything. That song is called Pearls that I like drop where I, I rhyme my different cadences and stuff. I kind of do it in a lot of different songs. But like, no, nah, Tupac definitely paid my way for doing that type of rhyme scheme and just like switching it up like that. And then um, my third, my third favorite it would be Drake for sure. You know what I mean? Because okay. Drake, Drake's that like he, I like how he be talking, man. Like how he be saying <laughs> Dude, like. He, he's so slick, dog. Yeah. He, uh, he says shit I've never heard anyone say before I or just after. Hate. Bro, like I relate so much to the shit be saying about females and like the shit he be yeah. going through. I'm like, bro, yeah. why were we in the same relationship? Like, was I dating you? No, I'm like, yeah, no, but you know God, what I mean. Like, like dude, it's dude. crazy, bro. I'm like, what yeah. is going on? And just the way he's like, just made it, all right. Like, yeah, just the way he's saying, like, yeah, it's real. like, god damn, dude. No, he and that. I got a song kind of like that coming up. Oh, I love it, awesome, dude. Ugh. Hey, oh. so if someone could give me like a take care too, please drop it. Oh, it's anyone, coming. anyone ever. Marvin's room tonight. Coming up. Check the email tonight. Please, man. I, I will check I it. I will check it. Coming up. It'll, be to- it'll be Tone's room. Scarred no soul. <laughs> Dakai, what about you, man? Three artists uh, that inspire you. Three artists that you fuck with. I might Made not have a it. big explanation like they did, but my number one would probably be Ice Cube. Okay. Because okay. I feel like when I was younger, I was going around like a lot of R&B and a lot of like Ice Cube, Tupac, music like that. And when I was a kid, like, I liked the R&B, but I never, like, like really got into it. But Ice Cube and all them, like, that that was that was my shit. It's just gangster, bro. Yeah, so I was That's like, like yeah. And, like, I will notice even when I put on, like, an Ice Cube beat, it's just easier to go on to me. I fuck with that. Yeah. Hell yeah. But uh, my second would probably have to be Juice World. Just, hey. just Okay. Just because I his vocabulary is just crazy. The way he just, his lyrics are just, just wild. Just, I, I. I don't know. <laughs> his lyrics are wild. <laughs> his metaphors uh-huh. are in a different dimension. Man. Right. Mm. And then uh, um, my third would probably be the wine. Corday and uh, Namir and all them. Like their whole group. When when they still had their group, I feel like 2016 back then, like I was just really listening to a lot of them. So like, I don't know. Yeah, that yeah. shit was hella hard. I liked like that. Like that would Alaska. probably, besides like Ice Cube, that's probably Kung the music Kung that I got into next. Alaska. I love it. How did you feel about the breakup? When when I well, I mean, Corday's the only one that left. I, I feel like, but how did you feel about that breakup, man? I honestly, it kind of hurt me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it, it hurt me, but like, like you had a reason. To yeah, I kind of understand, and I kind of just accepted the reason why. You know, what kinda, was the reason? I forget why Corday dipped. 
I, I don't well, think it was just because he became the, the star. Video and all it's, it's that. Yeah, it's, okay. it's a whole video long process. They got in the argument about some tracks. Like, it's about some tracks or some shit. I don't even know. But like, there's a whole video on it, and I remember watching and listening to it. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. I was, I was low-key hurt, too. I was like, damn, bro, they raw, bro. Like, right. Damn, but like, I hope RTN don't do that. <laughs> 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 now nah, y'all solid. Uh, I, say, I, I think you guys are solid. I think you guys are good, man. Let's go into this. We talked about the music business. Artists signing with artists. Probably shouldn't do that shit. Mm-hmm. You guys are a collective. How do you guys feel about the music business? Because you said you turned down Epic. The one that surprised me is Empire. Because Empire is very, like... That's how, like, Tiger rebounded with Empire. Um, I'm trying I'm to think of some other yet. fucking... Is that again? I don't think I'm ready yet. You don't think you're ready for I that? Found, I haven't found a sound enough for, like, the age I'm at. Like, I haven't found that sound yet for what I need right now. But I also still need to find the sound I need when I'm older. You ready, but you just ain't, like, there yeah, yet. I don't have enough, like, like I don't I'm going to say, do you think you're ever actually like, ready, though? Nah, but, like, I mean, I got, like, a lot of, like, fan base type shit. But, like, it's not to where it would be for, like, if I were to get signed to Empire. You know what I mean? Mm. I just, okay. I would, I'll blow up on the, on the label and stuff. I'll blow up. But like it ain't gonna it ain't gonna be like how it is. Like yeah. Epic Records, they wanted me to drop two albums in the two year contract. I don't blame you for passing them up. I know Epic has a lot of bullshit, and I don't mind saying that because I'm never gonna sign to Epic Records. But <laughs> yeah. Epic Records is a lot of bullshit, a lot of bullshit. Yeah, for sure. I think they got a. If I'm not mistaken, I think Future's over there. Um, I think DJ Khaled at one point was over there after he left Cash Money. Um, I noticed how you didn't even bring up Cash Money as. Being- <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy all the artists that still signed, still did all that shit just for the fame to be next to Wayne, Drake, Nicki, and all them. And it's like, dude, do you guys realize how they much hurt themselves. bad business? Yeah, oh, dude, Birdman, uh, talk about shooting yourself in the foot. When you have yeah. a billion-dollar empire and you literally throw it away because you're too greedy, that's nuts. That's oh, nuts. Shit. Literally, the world's in the palm they of your hand. some good-ass yeah. music, man. Like, all of the, for sure. All, they made a lot of good music together. Like, it's just crazy all the artists on there, man. Right. Yeah, them niggas stupid as hell. <laughs> Worst it's, decision I've ever heard dude. ever made. I'm not gonna lie, and there's a lot of decisions I've heard that are pretty fucking bad. But like in the music industry, that shit is hurting. Like that was that was tragic. But hey, they could have been whatever. like great, you know what I mean? Yeah, like they they, they could have been something. It's bro. just like, like that's the thing that we you were saying heard. before, though, is that like it's it's better when people work together. You know what I mean? It's just gotta, exactly. you gotta communicate. And they like you also have to look at that. When I said that, you also have to look at the artists that are together in a group and look how successful they are compared to an artist that's alone. Right. Like they're way more successful. Not just hit-wise, but, like, support-wise. They have a big fan base. BTS, think about that. Right. Look at all them. Right. The Jackson 5. Yep. Look at all them. You have to understand that. Like, so, like, when they're grouped together, they got a big fan base. So that's where you got to look at that as well. Even look at, like, G-Unit. If G-Unit goes on a tour tomorrow, everyone's going to do great. And, I mean, look, uh, respect to Lloyd Banks and all that, but I know he put an album out last year and toured, and it's like... Mm -hmm. Yo. I hate to be like, am, but that's kind of how that, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, if 50 ain't there, man, if 50's there, that's a whole different. That's crazy, man. Um, what game say him and Gamer going back and forth? They said he was hanging oh, upside yeah. down like a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> hell yeah. Oh, he my was, He went God, back to that man. OG, you know what I mean? Yeah. He did, man. That shit's yeah. The game's crazy. The game, hey, look. He's it's, a good dude. That, uh, he's crazy. You can, learn a lot from him, too. Can he just not act the way he acts? Like, yeah. dude, your music is so yeah. good. Why do you have to act the way yeah, you act? Yeah, he's childish. Like, but, it's, but you listen to the music, and it's like a totally different, it's like a different person, dude. That's like, kind of how, like, Lil Uzi is. Lil Uzi, a little kid, IRL. But, like, when it comes mm-hmm. down to, like, music, that dude's... Right, dude, it's nuts. different. It's, it's like, like, how the fuck are you... It's <laughs> yeah. almost like a split personality Playboy thing. Cardi. No one has gotten on an interview with him. No podcast, nothing. He don't do nothing. 
that dude stay quiet. He's all right. himself. But when Chippy Red said how, like when Aiden Ross said, "How did you get on a track with Chippy Red?" or when like or Playboy Cardi, he said, "Cause that nigga different. That nigga unique. He's weird." <laughs> and then Chip, and then Aiden's like, "So do you have to be weird to get in a song with him?" Chippy Red said, "I'm weird. I'm unique." And then that's when they made a song together. So like, you have to understand that's when the artist feels another artist and understands an artist for who an artist is. Right. Aiden just he's a streamer. He didn't know that. Like he was just like, "Damn, bro, that's." Like that's he, crazy. He, looked, he took he yeah. turned around and looked at the camera like eyes wide open and mouth open like that that dude did not know what to what to say after that because like he's like wow I didn't even think of it that way you got to look at it all angles and you'll understand a lot more perspectives. I like that. I like that, man. Let's finish up with a couple. I got a couple more topics for you guys as we kind of wind down a little bit. The state of writing, as far as the music scene goes, you guys work with a bunch of motherfuckers. It sounds like it's all love, which I love that because yeah. I know when I was doing it last decade. I was not that great. I'm the first one to admit it, but it was a lot of hate. A lot of hate. Nothing but hate, it felt like at times. But you got to persevere. How do you guys feel about the talent pool here as far as, and I'm sure you guys feel like, you know, I want to pop off first. I I want to be. I'm I'm going to be honest. No, I'm going to be honest, man. Um, There's a lot of artists, like almost, their ex-girlfriend, like almost anybody here wants to make music. You know what I mean? But it's like, they're trying to make music because that's just because what everybody's doing. You know what I mean? And I'm literally seeing it because of what they're making. Like, I'm like, bro, like, I do not, like, I don't know if it's, like, just me, and I'm not even trying to be a hater, but it's, like, if, like, if you like making this shit that you're making, like, it's cool, but, like, if you, like, like, the shit that some people are making out here just don't make any goddamn sense. You know what I mean? Like, it really don't. And they're just, like, not even, they don't have any emotion, any tone in their voice. Like, they're just talking on a beat, and then, like, there's some like labels out here that are trying to like put hella auto tune <laughs> on their voice to make them sound good, and it's just like all out of whack. And I'm like, yeah, it's real. it's hard, man. That's why I had to build my own studio because I was like, nobody can really make like make me who I want to be. And then again, nobody's on the same type of pace I want to be on. So like, I just kind of kept my own. And then that's when he hit me up, and I knew he was on the same wave. So I was like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna work and make great shit. But like. No, nah, there's a lot of artists out here, and it's just, like, they just trying to do it just to make money and just to, like, blow up. But, like, I feel like with me and him, man, we got a story we want to tell. We got we got potential that we want to show. Like, we got, like, we want to do this shit, you know what I mean? And other people out here just doing it because they, they think they can, like, just because there's a studio to go to. You know what I mean? Like, they really just out here because they just can. Just an activity. Literally, just because they can, bro. Like, you know, yeah. like, you can go to a hoop and play basketball just because you can. Like, that's what they doing, and it's, like... That it, it honestly kind of is annoying because, like, I want to make it so bad, but, like, they're kind of fucking it up because, like, they're trying to post their shit, and it's like, bro, like, I'll, I'm overlooking your shit, and, like, I know I'm going to be over, like, I'm going to, I feel like I'm getting overlooked, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah, I'm getting yeah, yeah. overlooked just because of how, like, there's so much people posting their shit. Like, I literally go through my Instagram and, like, artists I ain't even know from around here or like people I know but I didn't even know they made music and I guarantee you that's how they look at me you know what I mean like growing up they're like damn bro I didn't even know you made music but like I truly believe that my shit is all right you know what I mean like it's pretty good and it's actually like listenable like you can listen to that yeah, shit 100%. and then like when I'm going through my shit I like I play it and I'm like fuck god damn I gotta go down like I gotta keep scrolling and I'm like bro like how like like why you know and like it just like it, it just pissed me off, bro. Cause like that's why like I wanna I honestly wanna help. Cause like if they wanna do that shit, like I I respect that shit and like I wanna help you make that shit fire. You know what I mean? But like if you're just in there just talking about like walking down the street to get a soda pop and just like hanging out, you know what I mean? Like you just out here chilling, <laughs> sucking yeah. a lollipop. You know it's like all right, bro. Like, <laughs> right. But like you also like when I I actually was beefing with this one dude in Reading, 
and he just dropped a song like a month ago. I hit that dude up and said, bro, you taking this shit serious or are you just doing this as like something just put out? Because that dude made a fire song. You got to show talent to where talents do. Like, you got you to gotta respect it. You got you to gotta respect it. So, yeah. like, I, I respected it. And I was like, bro, I know we ain't cool, but, like, your shit was hard. And so, like, some artists, I like that. they just record off their phone. Like, they'll be getting their earbuds and shit, recording Jesus off their phone Christ. and going through band lab and shit and just putting it down. But they don't put emotion in it. They don't mix and master it. They don't send it off to someone. They don't look for outlets to go get it mixed and mastered. They they, you can find studios to where it's $40 an hour. It's I'm not saying, hard. I know two or three that yeah, like, dude, not hard. And it's professional. Exactly. That's like so their like livelihood. They engineer. If, yeah, exactly. If you're trying to like make music, go to someone who does it with you. Like it's not expensive right now in Reading. It's it's, it's not, good. dude. Because we're not. not we don't we don't have a big base. Right. But like you also have to understand they don't want to put that effort in. That's where I got that's where J. Cole helped me out. He's like, You're not putting enough effort in. They just they, they're not gonna go anywhere. Like, yeah, you might have a few songs blow up here and here on SoundCloud, but your only platform is SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. You gotta have Spotify. Go go on DistroKid. Put yourself in Spotify algorithms to get yeah. voted on playlist. Do Post every yourself, do man. all that shit, and they will put you on playlists. Right. That's where your music starts to take off. You gotta find outlets and find work, things that will work to get to where you want to be. You can't just sit there and just be like, Nah, I don't want to do that shit. That shit ass, and it's cool. I'm, I'm not reading a rapper. And just go smoke and do drugs and shit. Like you can't do that, <laughs> like, bro. Literally, bro. And that's the shitty thing about Reading is that everybody wants to do drugs here. Like, and it's so shitty because drugs Preach. are everywhere around here. You know what I mean? And it's like, shit, it's sad. And that's what, that's why, like, I love Juice World. You know what I mean? Like, I love Juice World. But then again, like. When I found he, out how that nigga died, bro. No, like, he, he did so many drugs that people think it's cool to do them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I've seen that shit. And, like, one of my, not homies anymore, but he literally told me, he's like, yeah, bro. I fucking love Juice World so much. When I found out about that shit, I, I popped four Zans and a fucking Sprite seized out in my living room. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, why? Yeah, you know flex. what I mean? Like, that shit don't make any goddamn sense because it's like, just because an artist who actually, like, was had something going for himself and then, like, got lost and, like, didn't... I feel like he didn't even have help for, like, what he needed. You know what right. I mean? Right, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like, he didn't have a real one, Just because, like, me, you can bro. get a hold of that like, shit don't mean you should that. do that shit. Like, no, nah, that me, shit sucks, man. For me, like, I smoke. But like, I only <laughs> I smoke. <laughs> Hell yeah, oh, Snoop. You do, you do, bro. No, no, no. Like it's like yeah, I smoke. But like, I ain't smoke to be cool, like at all. Like the reason behind me smoking is so I like when I go and rap, I tap into what I can talk about when I can't talk about it sober. You get super creative. You get creative. Yeah. You open your options. You you tap in. You mm-hmm. get more emotional. Like it yeah. helps so much yeah. for me. As an artist, and, like, you can hear the difference from when I'm sober and from when, like, I smoke. Like, Antonio even hears it. No, like, he, yeah. he came to me one day. He's like, hey, bro, fuck that shit on that one song. I need to cut that shit because I was way too damn lit that one time. He's like, I want to redo that shit when I'm sober. Because, like, he knows where he could be at. You know what I mean? Like, so, And when he told me that, I was like, hell yeah, bro. Because, like, I felt I felt like that. But then again, if he was feeling it, I wanted him to feel it, you know? So yeah. if, he came, if he came back and he was feeling it, that's where we were at with it, you know? So, like... I was hella appreciative that he felt that, you know, because that's like that's like grown men mentality, bro. Like it's hard for a lot of people just to even stop. They just want to be high and record, you know. So it's right. like that. When and then they like, think it's good because they be bumping in their crib and it's already done. They don't want to go back and redo it. They just yeah. don't want to take. The and because they're high. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, you think it's only good because you're like, high. Really listen to your songs before you put it. I listen to my songs hella before I put them out, and I make sure they're where I want it. Oh yeah. And then I, I'll be like, bro, like I got like five songs I want to redo today, mm-hmm. but I also have to finish my album today, so I'm gonna be working. Yeah. So like, I, I swear you gotta like set that shit up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
What comes next in 2022 for all three of you guys, man? Like, you got the project coming next Friday. Next Wednesday, I'm dropping Left Alone. Yep. With RT and Wavy and EXO. And that's going to be crazy because I love that song. That's I love that I, song too, yeah, man. Thank uh, you for sending me yeah, that. Yeah, of course, of course. Ahead of time. And then I got another project, Scarred Souls, coming out next Friday. Finishing that how to, to today, I think. Yeah, we're gonna mess around. I'll probably make like half of those. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like we want to take time on them, bro. Like, yeah, that's gonna be we good writing one. them out and everything. It's gonna be crazy. Whole thing gonna be emotional. Mm-hmm. You guys gonna tap in and feel that shit. But what's next for Antonio? Is up for Antonio to say? I was gonna say, yeah, man. I I'm gonna be dropping shit all year. You know what I mean? I, in like my head and in my like plan is I want us to be on tour, bro. Like I want us yep. on tour by the end of this year. Yep. So by 23, we on XXL freshman list. You know what I mean? Like I mm. want to be up there, bro. You know what I mean? So it's like, yep. but we ain't okay. going to get there if we just, just talking about around. it. You know, like sit if we talking about it, then like, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. like I want to, I want to be like doing something about it. And like, even she's like, babe, like I want you to be cuddling with me and stuff. But like you're always in the studio and it's like, if I, if I want to get us a big ass crib with a fucking like seal, like sheets or something, like how fucking Drake has that like, Seal fucking like leather on it. There's shit. AG in there. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that crazy shit. Sheets, like, I gotta yeah. be in the studio, girl. Like, I'm trying to make some fire that right. people want. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm just trying to figure out new sounds. I'm in there all the damn time. Like, Wheezy's out there all the damn time making shit. So it's like, we just we just got a plan to blow up, man. And like, like, like he just comes, picks me up. I give him gas money. He records my tracks. It's just that simple. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I don't like, even need to gas have to keep in mind, I'm fire. still in school. Like, I'm still doing school. You're 16, bro. Yeah. Like, like, that's I'm, why I'm, I'm sitting back. I'm like, this is yeah. nuts listening to this yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, like, I'm yeah. still in school. I'm still a normal kid. I still have other things to do. So, like, music is not my first priority. School is my first priority. I need to get into full sale. That's my goal. So, in order to keep pursuing music, you got to manage your time. That's where the hard part comes in. As a teenager, you want to play video games, smoke, hang out with friends and all that shit. I hang out with a lot of friends. I'm homeschooled because I want to make music so much. Now, so, like, I still be putting in hours on homework. And people don't see that. They're like, damn, this nigga grinding music. But, like, I also got to keep mm-hmm. on top of the shit I need done. So I know my limits of where I need to be at in order for to keep making music. And so far, I'm on that path. You got to have the right mindset and be motivated for that shit. But you got to get what you want to get. I graduate next year and, like, three months into next year because I'm doing so much of homework that, like, gotcha. I want to graduate early so I can go yeah. college early, go stage early, go produce early, go do everything I want to do early. It's a young man's game. I graduate at 17, actually 16 years old, and then... I go to college at 17 years old, and then after that, I'm a producer and an artist at 17 years old with the talent to even become something good. Oh, yeah. And it'll be legendary, bro, if you got yourself a top track by the time you're about to graduate. Like, it'll be gone, bro. Because you could throw concerts at that college. It's it's dope as fuck. Yeah. It's easier than people think. Yeah. Shout out to your parents, man. I, I, I can tell you got, I know, I know. again, kind of a weird compliment, but I can tell you got good parents and good grandparents and stuff, man. Like, honestly, you could tell people that got good head on their shoulders and they're young that that's, it's comes from somewhere. So, Dakai, what about you, man? Plans for the rest of the year? Um, Anything coming? For me, what should we expect? For me being a new artist and just looking at Weezy and how Antonio does his stuff, I really got to look at, like, schedules and, like, look at my worth ethics. Because, in my opinion, I, I don't put in a lot of work. That's mainly why I don't I don't have any songs right now. So, my main focus is really just trying to do what I got to do first. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, make my music, actually get shit done. Because I feel like I've just been wasting way too much time. So, I really just need to get my shit together and just make some songs and do me. Yeah, you get where so, you want to be. You'll be good, man. You'll be good. I I felt the same way for a long time, even doing music and stuff. And it's a young man's game. But 
you're good. You got time. It's it's you, you know. 16, dog. Yeah. Look at me, bro. I'm 16. We still got time, bro. We got time. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Well, go stream Scarred Souls next Friday, the first on Spotify and Apple. It's going to yeah, be on both. All, all platforms. SoundCloud, all everything, platforms. Everything. Okay. I love that. Tune into Left Alone, March 30th, which is next Wednesday. I'm dropping this probably later tonight as far as the podcast keep goes. So stream that hell right now. Keep trying. All that platforms. Shit's out, man. That shit's fire. You're going to like that. Surely. I love it, man. Dude, I had a ball. You guys dropped a lot of fucking game. And thank you guys for coming on. I appreciate it a lot. We just crossed 90 minutes, so I want to make sure we got to 90 minutes and made it worth our while. So Legendary, man. Yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate you guys very much. If you guys made it this far, thank you for listening. I'll be back sometime next week, and I will talk to you guys later. Have a good day. Yeah.